pencil. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Saturday night. Your boys are back with you. El Jefe and J-Dubs. My friends, we never go home. No, we don't. We live at WJFK now. <laughs> All right. Take these phone numbers down. 1-800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. The email tonight is ejhideout at yahoo.com. And somebody has already started. I knew it would be a mistake, J-Dubs. Giving out the AOL instant message using the AOL for broadband. Here it is, though. I've already ruined it. JFK El Jefe. That is my instant message if you use AOL for broadband and instant messaging. Ah, oh, buddy, what's up? Not much, man. Uh, how many hours collectively have we worked just today? Collectively, since midnight last night. Well, let's see. You pulled the good old 11 to 11 shift. Ah, there he is. Timmy. Timmy. Timmy, how are you, brother? Um, thank you so much, Timmy, for coming in and uh, helping out with phones and things like that. You weren't you weren't uh, scared by the black guys out there, were you? No, no, not at all. Because <laughs> I wanted... there's black guys out there. There are black guys out there. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't tell the white people. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple of brothers coming in uh, from a website. I'm going to tell you to go to the website now if you're near your uh, your AOL for broadband or any kind of internet hookup. Rear View. The number two dot com. The great thing about this website, and we're actually going to chat with uh, Mike, who runs the website, a little bit later on. It is dedicated to my favorite body part. Yes, yes. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Without a doubt, the ass is uh, my favorite body part. And actually, we'll get into it a little bit later on. So uh, we'll talk with uh, Mike, and he brought another guy with him, Pierre, too. So, um, Timmy. If uh, you will want you to hang out all night long, do as much as possible, contribute as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm, uh, I'm down with that. Cool. And then also the phones as well. So but there's nobody in the back tonight. Nobody's in the back until until uh, scumbag gets here. Johnny Johnny Punani. Ah, flying mano a mano. Huh? Yeah, Johnny Punani will get here at some point and uh, he'll help out. But until then, if you could give us a hand with phones. All right. So here we go, J Dubs. Um, the collectively, how many? How much did you work today? Well, I worked from uh, midnight till 11. I actually worked from 11 to 11, but today, midnight till 11, so that's 11 hours, plus uh, you worked. Um, I actually had baseball today. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't work today, but I had baseball, and I'll give you an update on baseball. But this week was a show of hands. Anybody? Who here was disappointed that we weren't the new 11 a.m. show? 
<laughs> Everybody but Tim. Everybody but Tim. Eh? Yeah, I was just a little, you know, it was a big secret. What's going on? They had us doing all this work for the 11 a.m. show. Who knew we were taking El Jefe's hideout big time at following Howard Stern? And then, before you know it, turns out to be our buddies Ron and Fez. But I got to tell you, those of you that were uh, listening to the Ron and Fez replay earlier, uh, I got to say, the guys, Ron and Fess, our buddies, and you, you just heard the replay, they are two of the nicest radio guys that I have ever met in my life. Oh, yeah. You know, there are a ton of pricks in this business, a ton. And here's one right here, me. I, I, seriously, at some point, I'm going to be a douche to you, and you're going to hate me. But Ron and Fez are, <laughs> are seriously two of the funnier dudes and nicest dudes that I've ever heard and oh, yeah. uh, met. Well, the thing is, after a while, the, the management really gets to you. Mm-hmm. And you would know this from when we worked in Lansing. Mm-hmm. And the management just really got to us. I had to go speak at a high school like about radio. I was the biggest prick. I was just telling them how much it sucked, how, just because the management got to me so bad. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people in radio. They just get, like, the management gets to them so bad that they, they turn into pricks. You know, what's, you know what's so funny, too, is I'm waiting for our management to turn into pricks. Oh, yeah. Because everything's been going way too easy so far with Michael Hughes, with Alan Linewan, had a lunch earlier with Jay Stevens. And you know what I'm waiting for? Where's my lunch? That's what I'm waiting for. I haven't been taken out to lunch yet. Why do you go to every lunch? I dropped your lunch in the men's room just before I came here. Because <laughs> you're a douche, man. You have nothing to offer. Oh, come on. <laughs> what are you going to go and... What, all you have to offer is, uh, you know, a good, good helping at the all-you-can-eat buffet. All you have to offer is sitting there saying, yeah, I like to eat my retarded babies. That, that's all you're going to do. You're an embarrassment. Don't you realize that we had that one meeting with Michael Hughes upstairs, and he asked you, what do you think of when you think of Walmart? And you said the board game Monopoly. I didn't say the board game. I said the actual Monopoly. Well, that's what everybody thought you said. The board game. <laughs> Everybody else's dicks, then. <laughs> you have nothing to contribute. How dare you? <laughs> just just keep doing your, your baby jokes and your JFK bottom jokes. You don't need to be in meetings, all right? I, I, want, I don't want to be in meetings. I just want a couple free lunches. Oh, give me certificates, then. If you're going to take me, give me a couple gift certificates. You know what else is funny, too? Cameron uh, took me to lunch yesterday as well. He, uh, he just He's like, hey, you want to go do some lunch? I've bought lunch for Cameron before. I haven't gotten lunch from him. I bought him Subway before. What, are you keeping score? No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, I am. Give me, give me something. Throw me a goddamn bone here. <laughs> I got a bone for your mouth. Uh, oh, here's the thing. We were talking about corporate becoming dicks, you know, management and yeah. stuff. And the day that I'm really going to be, when I'm really going to be saddened is when... Cameron becomes corporate Cameron. Oh yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, our our direct supervisor, his name is Cameron Gray. He's the operations manager. He's the guy that had enough vision to put the show on the air. See, you got to say he's somewhat smart. No. I mean, would you your first order of business at your new job? Would you put us on the air? <laughs> um. Yeah. Of course I would. This is a kick-ass show for Saturday. I don't know if I'd put you guys on the grill on. Uh, but with that, though, I'm waiting. Because here's the thing, and I don't know if this could, this could translate to anybody. 
everybody's had that boss that actually it was a coworker. The coworker you're cool with, the guy that you love chumming up with and hanging out, and you guys talk about when you're going to go and what you're going to do and how you're going to revolutionize the industry. And then one of you gets promoted and has the chance to do stuff. And initially, yeah, man, you're doing things, you're changing things up, you're shaking it up, you know, you're, you're getting El Jefe's hideout on. But slowly but surely, it happens to anybody that's in management. <clears throat> slowly but surely what happens is that once you get bumped up, you start hearing it from the higher-ups. You start hearing about bottom lines, you know, and you get caught in this wedge between the air talent or even just your old buddies, you know, and the people higher up that are worried about bottom lines. Well, th the thing is, they, they suck you in at first by giving you all this freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, the higher-ups give you all this freedom, and then they just put that hammer right down on you. Bam! Bam. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it now because it's going to break my heart when it eventually happens. He's now corporate Cameron. <laughs> and you're going to draw first blood. I'm going to draw first blood. <laughs> Here's the line. It's been drawn. Corporate Cameron, I know at some point, is going to sell out. And so we're just going to start hating Cameron now. <laughs> Before we actually have to really, as long as we just hate him now, it's, it's going to be easier when we go down the line. Tim, do you mind going and answering those phones for us? Yeah, I'll go answer the phones. Thanks. In fact, what we'll do here in a second, Both we'll, of them. We'll switch, we'll switch places so that uh, you can get in there and uh, hang out as well. But that's one of the things, at least with corporate Cameron. Now, um, I do love the station, though, in all seriousness. So talking about how much I love our buddies, Ron and Fez. You know, another highlight of this week, Dubs. What? Was uh, Don introducing himself to us. No, to you. <laughs> he introduced himself to you. You didn't notice that? Yes, I noticed that. Again, you have nothing to offer. <laughs> I know. We were walking outside, you know, because we were getting ready to do the Ron and Fez show. And, uh, you know, Don was coming back from using the restroom. Don Geronimo, by the way, from Don and Mike, in case you're a total douche and you know who we're talking about. And uh, he's like, hey, lads. And so we're walking, you know, and you never know, and, you know, um, with Don, whether or not he likes you. And then he was cool. He's like, buddies, I want to introduce myself. My name's Don. And, of course, we know who he is. You know, he's the guy that keeps this station afloat. And he goes, hey, how you doing, Don? You know, nice to meet you. I'm Hefe. And uh, before I could even say something about this is J-Dubs, you know, he had to get back in on the air. But, again, why would Don Geronimo concern himself with you, J-Dubs? Why not? What's wrong with me? Fez barely has time for you. You think Don's going to worry about you? What's wrong with me? Again, dude, you have nothing to offer. 1-800-636-1067. So what did I come all the way out here for? 202-432-1067. Just sit there and answer phone. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, speaking of... Um, we are still missing, uh, we are still missing Spoon. And I want you to ask, I want you to answer something honestly. J-Dub. Yeah. Do you miss Spoon? I do, uh, in a way, because, I, <laughs> well, just personally, I don't like running this instant replay thing. Okay. Just, just because, well, for one thing, there's nothing I want to play on it. Really. Do I want to play this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dark of the bear, the sweet of the juice. No, I don't want to play <laughs> this. Full effect. No. It was jamming, man. Jamming. It was jamming. I don't want to play that. Get your ass a job. I definitely don't want to play that. And I'm sure as hell. Like way out of your league. Not going to play that. All right, so that's why you miss Spoon is for someone to run the instant yes. replay. And that's one of the things, man. You don't go, go on vacation in this business. Because it's so easy for people to forget about you. Not to say that we've completely forgotten about Spoon, but, okay, Spoon who? You know, legitimately, Spoon who? And I, am I, I'm excited about him coming back next week. 
I mean, he's missed a total time change from the show moving from 10 till 2. Yeah, I mean, he's missed a lot in two weeks. We've got a lot of new listeners, and they're probably, a, who the hell is Spoon? Mm -hmm. What a douchebag-ass name. That's probably what they're saying. <laughs> well, and, and you're right. <laughs> but uh, Spoon is a guy that started out on the show with us. He went on vacation to Hawaii. He's the board operator for the Howard Stern Show, and at some point he is going to be back. And next week, if you uh, hear this. Yeah, 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 the dark of the bear, the sweet of the juice. <laughs> that means he's back. <laughs> now you are this. Uh, I'm done. Okay, thank you. Seriously. Uh, earlier, we alluded to the fact that we, we were working 13-hour days with the 11 a.m. show for Ron and Fez and, of course, 7 to 11, the usual night show. Um, the worst part about working the 13-hour days legitimately is the fact that I've had no time to punch the clown. I am so backed up. But it is even to the point, my friend, where I don't even... I don't even feel a need to. My sexual drive, my my potence is completely gone. Oh, yeah, that happens, man. If you don't do it for, say, a week or even two, mm -hmm. you kind of even lose the, the, you know, ability almost. Yeah, it takes a little bit more work. I've had no time to work out, so I feel really fat. I feel bloated today. <laughs> don't you hate that? Every, like, once in a while, I feel bloated, too. I had to wear my large clothes today. Um, I was wondering why you're wearing that. <laughs> and another thing, too, that I may be able to segue into this. Uh, let's say hello to Tommy. Tommy, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Jefe, nice to talk to you finally. What's up, brother? Well, last week you were saying, oh, my marriage, it's, it's over. I'm finally divorced. And then I hear you on Ron and Fez saying, yes, we're thinking about adopting a kid. Okay. I, oh, and also, first of all, how could you even adopt a kid working like these 100-hour days? I know. I'm not going to be able to do a kid for a very long time. Oh, wait. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, adopt a kid. Um, all right, Tommy, you bring something up, and I appreciate the phone call, my friend. So here's what happened. Was it two weeks ago that I announced my divorce Yes. on the air? Mm -hmm. And it was very quick. And surprisingly, a lot of you douches believed it. All right? And not even you douches, as in the listeners, because, you know, what else are you going to do? You believe everything you hear on the radio. But a lot of the people here at the station were like, oh, man, really sorry for your divorce, Hefe. That's, that's tough, brother. You, you seem like you're doing okay, and you're still wearing your ring. Here's the situation. If they really thought that you were getting divorced, I would just think you were really sad for still wearing your ring and everything. I'd be like, damn. I know. Bad. He can't let go. Look at that guy. He just can't let go. Here's the thing. And I tried to tell the buddies that my divorce is a thing strictly for on the air. I'll admit this now. This is a bit. Okay? From hence, I'm only going to explain the bit once. We have a couple of running bits on this show. First, Spoon, the douche we were just talking about, is always going to be the oldest guy on the show. Okay? That's the first one. Secondly is the fact that I'm divorced. I am still legitimately married. And for those of you that have listened to the show very closely, I am married but I have a very important wife in this business, in this, uh, in this city. She works uh, with very important people having to do with the government, and that's the reason that we don't give our names on the air. You will, you will never, hopefully, hear my real name on the air, even though we're going to have my dad on a little bit later on. You're not going to hear my real name. I don't give it out. Ron and Fez didn't even want to know what my real name was. Dubs, you know what it is, but yeah. again, you use a fake name. The reason is to protect our significant others. So, my ex-wife, letting you in on the bit, my ex-wife 
uh, really said, stop talking about me on the air. I really do not want you to talk about me on the air because people are going to find out who I am, yada, yada, yada. The funny thing is, you're like, all right, I'll get divorced. And since then, you've talked about her probably about five times more than you ever talked about her before. And so I'm I'm not saying I'm going to still talk about my wife because she's my wife and it's part of my life. The whole point of this show is that it's reality radio meets intelligent entertainment. So I can't not talk about my life without talking about my wife. Yeah, but the thing is, like, the whole fact that she asked you to stop talking about it just gave you more stuff to talk about her, you know? Yeah. So uh, she kind of defeated her own purpose there. So I came up with a bit that I'm divorced. That way, if anybody ever hears El Jefe talking about his ex-wife, they won't think that it's my actual wife doing her job. So, yes, I am still technically married, but El Jefe is divorced. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Okay. Well, good enough. And that's all. Yep. That, you know, quite frankly, we only do this show for the people in this room. So if the rest of you from now on, El Jefe is divorced. Okay. My real name, the real me, still has a wife. But El Jefe is divorced. Now, with that comes the question. Can El Jefe bang other chicks? Now, while I still may be married... Can El Jefe bang other women? I would say yes if it's in the studio. When you walk out of the studio, you aren't El Jefe anymore. Well, here's a, you, or if you're on a remote. Okay. Now, whenever I am doing the character of El Jefe, then. So, it, what, what about this? What if, well, I'm, what if I'm still in the building here at 10800 Main Street? 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Uh, JFK El Jefe with the AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging. Well, the thing is, I, I'd say you can only bang other chicks when you're getting paid to be El Jefe. When I'm getting paid to be El Jefe? Yeah. Hmm. they got to hurry up and make me full-time then. Because <laughs> then I can write it off at any point. <laughs> I can't just write down an hour banging whore as El Jefe. I don't think Cameron would pay me for that. But see, here's the thing. Upstairs, we share the office with Ron and Fez. There's a great couch up there. And you know how many times I've had fantasies about whores coming in and... Oh, El Jefe, you're so good. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I mean? So, I, to me, I figure El Jefe can bang other chicks. That's just me, though. What should I know? 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Matt Manassas, can you help me solve this problem? It's very simple, guys. You have your own personal life at home. That's you. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you go to work at JFK, you become El Jefe. El Jefe is a different person. You can do whatever you want. El Jefe technically is not married. You at home is married. El Jefe can have as much sex with whoever he wants. You know, and that's that's actually part of what my ex-wife was saying. She's like, I didn't marry El Jefe. I married blank, my real name. But El Jefe is is not married. She married the guy who's at home. El Jefe is who I'm talking to right now who's single and having sex with whoever he wants. Bring on the whores then. 10800 Main Street in Fairfax. See, I'm unable to live these double lives. I I am just a sick bastard wherever I go. Yeah, you're inappropriate constantly. I mean, there's no doubt that you always go everywhere, and it doesn't matter if we're in the mall. It doesn't matter if we're at Taco Bell. You're always J-Dubs. Yeah, like Ryan and Fez were talking to you before, and they're like, man, I love Dubs' character. I'm like, it's not a goddamn character, man. That's not a character. That's the way that guy is. He's just always inappropriate talking about eating babies, uh, talking about poo. If there's anything J-Dubs loves, it's poo. Poo and dead babies. (laughs) 
one thing that I'm very excited about, I'm a little disappointed because he didn't bring any chicks in, but um, we have Mike from Rearview, the number two, dot com. I, I highly encourage you to go check out the website because we're about to come in and we're going to have him actually explain what he's all about in the website, and we have ass videos to give away. Ass videos tonight for you, my friends. Max, welcome into all Hefe Side out of 106.7 WJFK. Thanks. Pleasure to be here. What's up, brother? Um, it's simple. El Jefe can bang as many broads as El Jefe wants to bang as long as his ex-wife doesn't know about it. See, and that's another... Here's, what could be plainer than that? Now, what, was, what, what were the rules? Do you remember what the rules were in, what was it, road trip? There were certain rules as different, far as cheating goes. Different zip codes, I think, were one. Now, what about different states? Does that count in in the in a state area like this? It where does, it doesn't it doesn't in in the metro DC area because you know if you live uh, this close to another state, that state is the border state doesn't count as a different state. No, come on, what kind of guy are you? It has to count. Uh, look, I'm, I, I'm a guy that would love to have different rules. Unfortunately, you know, I'd also like the speed limit to be 80 and. Uh, to be a nickel. All right. Well, Max, I'm not going with the rules, but I thank you for the call, brother. But what if you're in D.C.? That that isn't really a state at all. It's nothing. You know, <laughs> it's Candyland. Yeah. That that place, uh, everything goes. You know. All right. So I can't because I live in Maryland, so I can't bang whores as my real self in Maryland. But as El Jefe in Virginia, I can bang whores according to my rules, the rules of cheating. And because D.C. isn't technically a state, those ten square miles, it's a free for all. I'm lost. <laughs> Bring the bitches on. <laughs> it's all FA's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Now that we've got all of that straight, my friends, stay tuned because the booty videos are next. Usually we give out the autographed item of the week during the first segment. Not today. We're going to actually sign one of these videos to give away. I highly encourage you to go to the website right now, rearview2.com, only if you're over the age of 18, though, all right? Um, there's not complete nudity on there, but I don't want to encourage youngins getting out and, you know, finding all these dirty things about asses. What's wrong with a, a 15-year-old looking at an ass? I mean, I mean, we can't technically encourage it, though. I don't give a damn, but, you know, the station I'm can't making, say. I'm just making okay. sure it, was a moral it wasn't a moral thing with you. No, I could give a damn. So here we go. Before we get in to uh, chatting with Mike from Rearview, the number two, uh, dot com. We always do some music. Music tonight that you have to look forward to includes, of course, Mandatory Manson. we got System of a Down tool. And uh, we also have a Father's Day tribute that we have coming up. Of an interesting website, another one that I found, uh, rentanegro.com. And I tried to line up an interview. I couldn't get the chick, but this is going to be outstanding. And, of course, our uh, giving away of ass videos next. Speaking of asses. Here's some music for you. It's Bell Bib DeVoe, Poison, 106.7 WJFK and El Jefe's Hideout.
so better ain't no skin on house money and bullshit. A little pro ho should be cut like an afro. So what you saying, huh? She's way to you, but I know she's a loser. How did you know me and a crew used to do her? Side out 106.7 WJFK, Bell Biv DeVoe and Poison. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. It is your Saturday night buddies hanging out with you. El Jefe and J-Dubs with El Jefe's hideout. Big uh, thanks to uh, Timmy who's here answering your phone calls at the aforementioned uh, phone numbers. And I am completely excited about this, Dubs. Um, I, I, I truly mean this. Before I introduce the boys that are hanging out with us, what is your favorite body part on a woman? Uh, the legs usually. I, it really depends. I don't really have a favorite part. It depends on the woman, really. Yeah. Okay. Every girl has her own. There's nothing that that specifically you look at and you pitch a tent and you're just like, God damn, man. That's that- you know, I I I get it so easy. You know, I I just <laughs> I just get a rise so easy uh-huh. that it doesn't really matter. I'll tell you what it is for me, my buddy. Um. I, and I don't even know where it began, to be perfectly honest. Deep down, I think I'm a black man. I, I, I really think that there's something about my dad, when he was younger, had an afro, uh, grew up in the city, hung out with a lot of brothers, and I think there's something in me that rubbed off. But I love asses. And to me, like my ex-wife, she has one of the greatest turd cutters I've ever seen. I mean, legitimately. It's it's just nice. But it's even to the point where I won't date a chick if she doesn't have a nice ass. To me, it's no good because my favorite position is to uh, take a whore uh, while I'm behind her. You know, that's that's my favorite. That's what that's what makes me 
um, happiest, I suppose. So it looks like they have like an ironing board no, down no the good. back of their pants? No, no. good. No right. good at all. So with that being said, I, I was reading the city paper last week, and I stumbled across, first of all, and I'm still putting something out for it. Homo Bowl 2003 is coming up June 25th. I still want a Homo Bowl 2003 t-shirt, anybody going to it. Is that why you brought the whole ass up thing? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, that as far as man asses go, <laughs> I'm worried about mine. It's to the point where I, I'm even disappointed in myself because I don't have a good ass. And I'll even, I'll tell you this much too. I was so fascinated with asses that what I do is I not only wear my regular shorts and my tidy whities I also wear shorts like underneath my shorts and my jeans because I think it helps accentuate my ass a little bit more. You pad your ass then. I pad my ass. I do. There it is. My name is El Jefe <laughs> and I pad my ass. <laughs> with that being said, though, let me introduce and welcome in an American hero. <laughs> a man that should be revered by all men and even women. It is Mike Darren and his buddy Pierre Le Pew from the website rearviewthenumber2.com. Welcome in, my buddy. My buddy. Yeah, we're glad to be here. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, this actually excites me, too, because we got some color back on the show. <laughs> El Jefe's hideout was all-inclusive, and we had everybody representing everything. Then we had a little illegal incident, and uh, we uh, we had to, um, well, I can't get into it. Yeah. But, well, I'm so glad to have some color back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Mike, yes. so in this city paper... They did this whole article about you. It's called Tales of the City. Yes. And they actually gave your real name, but again, if you know, I don't like giving out real names on the air. Okay. Um, with this being said, Mike, what is your website? Tell me, tell me about Rearview2.com. Rearview2.com uh, was my brainchild, so to speak, uh, mm -hmm. just from browsing the Internet and doing what us guys do. Mm -hmm. Not very many look at the Internet to become educated on anything except... Uh, Asses. Exactly. Yeah. And I think you and I are related somewhere down the line, El Jefe, uh, because you spoke my words exactly. It gets an ass. <laughs> that You really like asses. That's what it's all about. Yes, no doubt about it. Let me ask you this, though. As black men, is it something... Why is it that black men appreciate asses more than our white brethren? Well, uh, I think it's culturally ingrained in, in us, but, you know, if you look around, there's a, a strange ep epidemic going on right now. Mm -hmm. You're seeing a lot of white girls with big asses. Well, you know what this is, though? Yeah. You, know, you know what this truly is? It's America getting fatter. Is that what it is? And I'll tell you what's going on. Everybody nowadays has a big ass <laughs> because they're fat. But you could only catch them between the ages of, like, 17 and 23. Because then a big ass is okay because it hadn't developed that cellulite yet. All right. But once you get above, whether it be white, black, why do Asians not have nice asses? Does anybody know that? All the rice. And plus, we're lazy. We like to sit our drinks <laughs> on things. <laughs> and, you know, black girls are the only ones that have asses large enough for us to sit our drink on. Okay. Shelf ass. You know, you can just put... Like it's a shelf. Yeah, and it just can just walk on, and it's like a remote control, uh, a remote control drink ass holder. <laughs> so, so what's your end goal with this website, RearView2.com? Well, actually, I, I got the idea from another guy who, he was like the one who monopolized on that type of uh, website. 
<laughs> you can't say that. You can't say the ass, and then you can just say uh, he's an a-hole. He's, that's what he is. Okay. And now, is this the guy that has the websites where the, uh, the girls go crazy? Is that no, 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 no. Actually, I started before him. Oh, did you really? Yeah. So, so you had to get. So all right, now what I'm talking about the guys from from Girls Gone Wild. Right, right. That guy who's like a millionaire now. Exactly. Now, do you think half of it though was because he got white chicks to get like undressed at spring break and the whole thing? I think he made it the way he did because he was the first one to get a major marketing company to uh, to back him, distribute his stuff, yeah. Yeah, finance him. So you guys are just D.C. guys, though, right? Yep. D.C., yes. And the website's solely D.C. asses? No. Actually, we went to the Puerto Rican Day Parade last year. Oh, really? And got a lot of Latino mommies, baby. Yeah. yeah we rove around looking for asses. <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, what a job. <laughs> a, we, have mic, we have cameras the size of uh, buttons. And, we, you know, we can just... Activate them at any location. So is that how you do it, though? I mean, in the, in, the, in the article, it talked about you guys being, quote, unquote, shady because the girls don't know that you're filming their asses, right? Exactly. Do you feel guilty at all that you're not? Not at all. No, not at all. We're just looking for women with large inflatable asses <laughs> that, you know, we can just film at, at our leisure. We don't, we don't want them to know that we're filming their ass. So if you have a very large derriere, you know, with a cuff, Preferably a cuff. Um, just beware because we will be filming your ass and the cameras are rolling. Now, where, are the, where are the best places to go then to see big asses? Because I haven't been there yet. On the serious tip, though, we uh, we go to a lot of local um, Event? major events outside like Unifest, uh, which took place over in southeast Washington last year. We were there. I don't go to southeast. I'm afraid for my life. Is that right? Is that wrong? No, uh, no, it's not wrong. Actually, there's some parts of Maryland now that I, I grew up in Southeast. Uh -huh. And there's some parts of Maryland like Capitol Heights uh -huh. that I'm afraid to go in. But okay. uh, that's another story. J-Dubs, take note of that. J-Dubs is brand new. He's from like mid-Michigan. Yeah. Like back, uh -huh. back hills. I, I'm back all corn-fed and all that stuff. <laughs> actually, I'm kind of nervous because black people are around me right now. I'm, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> well, just think about Don't the incest. <laughs> um, so what is the, what is the eventual goal then with this website? Truly, my eventual goal is to become a millionaire. Because the guy I spoke of earlier, he had the same type of site, and all he did was show pictures for the first two years of his site. Mm -hmm. He became a millionaire within that two-year period. Yeah. And he got to the place where he was offering Internet models $100,000 just to sign with his company. Once he started selling videos, I think his first video was a Puerto Rican Day Parade 2001. Mm -hmm. It sold about 2,000 copies in the first two weeks at $20 a copy. Wow. So, I mean, you know, it's they say if you want to be rich, you do what rich people do. So I guess I'm following that. Uh... What Now, what makes a great ass? I mean, seriously, is it, is, it, is it the fact that it's round? Is it plump? Is it the booty juice? What makes a great ass? What makes it? And just like yourself, my ex-wife, El Jefe, uh -huh. had a great ass. Uh -huh. And I'm like you, I won't even consider a woman if she doesn't have a great ass. Is it is it the fact that it's big? I mean, is J Lo's ass? Is that is that the perfect ass? J Lo, she has cosmetic surgery. J Lo has nah, cosmetic, a nah. cosmetic surgery ass. Nah, nah, that's 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 a hundred percent pure grain Puerto Rican African ass on J Lo. Okay, and that's a special thing. But there's some sisters in D.C. whose asses will put her to shame. Okay, so again, our boys are joining us here from the website rearview2.com, and we're going to give away some of these ass videos, and you also have passwords 
uh, for the website as well that we're going to give away? Sure do. J-Dubs and I came up with a couple of games um, that we're going to play with you. Now, the one thing that I noticed while on this website, just on the front page, is you have a lot of chicks that are, like, exposing themselves with thongs in a kitchen. Exactly. You mentioned an ex-wife. <laughs> Was this website... Either. That's all right. I should have briefed you on what you can and can't say. It's, that's all right. It's not your fault. No, it's yeah. stupid, silly words. I can't believe we can't say these, though. Uh, we refer to it as punching the clown. All right. All right. That's, that's a good word. Actually, uh... Uh, no, the the kitchen thing is for the private dancers or models that I hire. Oh, my studio is my kitchen because that's where I get the best lighting at in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so this is you were legitimately just a regular dude yep. with a video camera and an idea making money on the internet. Exactly. God he's bless America. He's like a legitimate straight Jeffrey Dahmer because that's what he did. He got like he had a whole thing in his uh, in his kitchen and everything. But he's not gay or killing people, so I guess, I guess, it's, I guess it's kind of different. <laughs> thank you. Thank but you. he does love chocolate. Thank you, J-Dubs. Uh, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Tim, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Hello. I think we're still... Uh... Oh, the dump? Yeah, the dump's still. Oh, wow. Fact. How many times did I hit it? Oh, okay. Twice. All right, uh, Timmy must have hit it back in the studio as well. Okay, so I'm ready to give out some ass videos. We came up with a couple of games uh, specifically to give these videos away. And if you are interested in getting one of these videos, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Now, all of these women that are on the website that have come into your kitchen all of them are models that you have hired? Exactly. How many of these chicks have you banged legitimately? Uh, have, you, here's, have you gotten laid off of this endeavor? No doubt about it. Have you really? Yes. yes. How much do you get? Uh, <laughs> Come on, be honest. How much off of this endeavor or just off of the type of guy that I am? <laughs> off uh, this endeavor first. On this, this, I banged about two of them, to be honest. Okay, two, that's all right. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. All right. What about you, uh, Pierre Le Pew? <laughs> no, all I do is watch. Okay. Yeah, I have a girlfriend, and, uh, you know, she has an enormous donut. And uh, I tell you, man, it, it's quite enough for me. Okay, so here we go. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Call now if you want to play our games. We're going to have you pick who is the no-talent ass clown. We're going to take a very quick break. We're going to come back with the boys from rearview2.com. Up for grabs. What are the videos you brought with us? Uh, I got three of them here, actually. The first one is my fine work from the last BET Black College Fest at King's Dominion. Uh, plenty of college asses on that one. I got the DC Rump Shaker video, which is all the private thong <laughs> models in my kitchen. So if you like skin, uh, I mean, they're really shaking those cabooses on this DC Rump, Rump Shaker. Pop. Exactly. And I think my finest work of all is what I call Butts in Motion. That was from uh, <laughs> last year's Unifest. And I mean, the jeans were so tight, the pants were just hugging the hips. I mean, it was like. Uh, tons of heart-shaped asses everywhere. Now, are these all black women, or do you have, or do you get in everybody? I go downtown. I get white women on Connecticut Avenue. Everywhere you think I butt, 
As long as there's a nice ass there. Nice ass and legs. Yeah. White women have nice legs. And you can be a man if you if you have a nice ass. We will film you. No, I don't think so. <laughs> if you want to play our games and win some ass videos and some passwords to the website rearview2.com, you have to name that no talent ass clown. Now, have you? Uh, do you think you've ever got tricked into uh, actually taping like a transvestite's ass and like you sold that as a woman's ass? That is a good question. I actually ended up dating what may have been a transvestite <laughs> because I was filming its ass and everything about this person was feminine until she just smiled one day and a man came through and that smile. <laughs> I never called her again. I, I'm telling you, it was, it was quite a traumatic experience. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Hop on the phone lines. Play the No Talent Ass Clown game for these ass videos. When we get back, we're going to play the game. So hang on the line if you're on. And uh, we need plenty of players because it's a tough game that J-Dubs and I have lined up. Again, the website is rearview2.com. It is Mike Darren. It is Pierre Le Pew. It is El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7. WJFK will be back in two minutes. Looking for black boxes. She is one lovely Hershey bar. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7. WJFK. 106.7. WJFK's Howard Stern. Let's skip to the naked part. Whoa, baby. You are built like a brick S-house. And you've had tons of threesomes and everything already. You're only 19. Good Lord, that's hot. Howard Stern. All, all you girls like this, huh? Mornings at 6 on 106.7 WJFK. This weekend is brought to you by AOL for Broadband. Toyota Myers, summer's coming. Temperatures are rising. That can only mean two great Toyota outlets are dropping prices. Oarsman Fairfax Toyota and Oarsman Chantilly Toyota are having a zero for summer sale. Get financing as low as zero percent on every Camry, zero percent on every Corolla, zero percent on every Matrix, zero percent on every Tundra pickup. Sales are heating up because prices have gone way down. Thousands of Toyotas have been marked down way below invoice. Plus, Oarsman, Fairfax, and Gentilly Toyota are offering rebates up to $1,500 on select models. Every vehicle at Fairfax and Gentilly Toyota is priced so low, you won't believe your eyes. We'll pay top dollar for trades, and we'll pay up your trade no matter what you owe. Zero percent financing and soon. Save thousands at Oarsman Fairfax Toyota and Oarsman Chantilly Toyota during our zero for summer sale. Don't wait, because savings this good are too good to last. Bill O'Reilly. I never made a buck off sex. Weekdays, noon to two. But I don't want to get too cocky, because uh, you never know. On 106.7 WJFK, WJFK's Don and Mike. Hello? Yeah, is this Don and Mike? Hello? 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 Are you there? Is this Don and Mike? Yes, hello? 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 Okay, I just wanted to say that 7100... Hold on, hold on. Who do you want to talk to? Don and Mike. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Don and Mike. Hello? Afternoons to the 7. Yes, once in a while it's just fun, isn't it? Yes, it is. On 106.7 WJFK. And now, back to Infinity Broadcasting's lame attempt at affirmative action. Washington, 106.7. WJFK. And welcome back to 
Welcome back into El Jefe Side Out 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe and J Dubs hanging out, your Saturday night buddies. Light up those phone lines. You want to win this. I'm tell you know, I should ask you to bring your uh, own private library for me, El Jefe. Mike Darren and Pierre Le Pew from the website rearview2.com are joining us this evening. And uh, they have a website dedicated to my favorite body part the ass. Oh, how I love the ass. And um, if you go to the website, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. Right now, we're going to give away some of those videos, and we're also going to give away passwords to the website. Now, of course, you have to be 18 or over. Actually, you know what? you got to be 21 and over to win all of this. So if there's anyone on hold right now that's under the age of 21... Beat it. Scram, scumbag. You can't play this game. Otherwise, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. And why not start out the game with Lisa? Lisa? Yes. You want to play the no-talent ass clown game? I sure do. All right, J-Dubs, hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is the no-talent ass clown game where you have to name... That no-talent ass clown. Get it? Ass clown. Giving away ass videos. Lisa, I'm going to have you choose right now. What are you playing for? Are you playing for the password to the website? Or are you playing for a video? You know, actually, you can donate my prize to someone. I just appreciate a man who appreciates an ass. Oh, right. Oh. All right, so Seriously. So just give it to the next caller after me. I just wanted to say that... You know, women are sick of looking at the skinny girls in the magazines, and we all have asses, so let's celebrate them. Now, are you a fatty, or do you have just a legitimate ass? I'm not a fatty. I I don't even really have an ass, but I just appreciate men who appreciate a good ass. Oh, cool. Outstanding. Because I appreciate a good ass on a man, you know? You know, now, do you appreciate a guy who's uncomfortable enough with himself that he'll wear shorts? To, what? To pad his ass. I pad my ass. I, you know, I was hearing you say that, and that's just kind of sad. But, <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. So sure you have other good qualities to make up for your lack of an ass. It's my great hair. That's what women love about me. All right, here we go. <laughs> Name that no-talent ass clown. I'm okay. gonna I'm going to have three questions. You have to get two of the three right, Lisa. Are All you, right. Are you ready? I'm so ready. The no-talent ass clown game. Which yes. no talent ass clown works noon to two on 106.7 WJFK? Oh, that's a tough one. Noon to two. Um, now isn't it Ron and Fez? No, it is not Ron and Fez. Hit the buzzer on her. Uh. All right, that's okay, though. You still have two more questions, okay? Actually, Ron and Fez work 11 to noon. Okay, I knew they moved, but I didn't know to when. And then it's the, then they're not no-telling-ass clowns, by the way. Well, I didn't think, I didn't know if you had some kind of, like, rivalry no. going on at this station or something like that. No, we work with Ron and Fez. No, the no-telling-ass clown that works noon to two is Bill O'Reilly. Of course. Of course it is. All right, here we go. Now okay. I'm going to read lyrics to you, and you have to name the no-talent ass clown that the lyrics come from. All right? all right. For the hookers all tricking out in Hollywood, and for my hoods in the world misunderstood, I said it's all good, and it's all in fun. Now get in the pit and try to love someone. Who is that no-talent ass clown? Oh, my God. I don't know, but those are some really bad... Lyrics. I'm going to go with Ryan Van Winkle, also known as Vanilla Ice. No! It's a, it's a Vanilla Ice wannabe. 
It's Kid Rock, straight out of oh, Detroit. He's a com complete no-talent ass clown. Lisa. Tom trailer trash, oh well. I completely uh, thank a woman for playing the game, but I'm going to have to let you go. Well, thanks. It's been fun. <laughs> I'm sure it has been. All right, hit me, uh, hit me up again with the music, buddy. Let's go to Jamal. Jamal. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Welcome into All Half Ace Hideout. You ready to play the No Talent Ass Clown game? Yeah, let's play. All right, man. Here we go. We're playing for videos from rearview2.com or a password. Now, what are you playing for? Are you playing for the password or the video? The videos. Okay, he's going for the video. Right. Well, again, name the titles for us, uh, Mike. Okay, right here we got my baby, my masterpiece, Butts in Motion. <laughs> hey, it's awesome, uh, Jamal. Also have uh, the BT Black College Fest at King's Dominion, which was last April. Lots of college asses and tight jeans and all of that stuff, mini skirts. And if you like skin, we got DC Rump Shaker, all filmed on location in my kitchen, where the lighting's the best in my house. Uh, Lots uh, of thongs uh, and bikinis. <laughs> This guy's an artist. He is. In the truest form. He's an American hero. Any man that can get women naked in your kitchen, I give you, I give you props. <laughs> All, right. All right, Jamal, here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off some lyrics, okay? All and right. you have to say which no-talent-ass clown wrote the lyrics. You ready? Gotcha. Like a chump, hey, should I feel bad? Should I be feeling good? It's kind of sad I'm the laughing stock of the neighborhood. Is that Fred Durst? That is Fred Durst! Yay! Congratulations! There you were you are one for one. Now all you got to do is go one for two, and you win one of the videos, brother. All right. Let's all right. Go. Let's move on. Name this no-talent ass clown. This no-talent ass clown stars in the TV show, that 70s show, Dude, Where's My Car, and in Demi Moore. Who is the no-talent ass clown? Oh, man, that's the kid from Punk. Um... I'll give Aston, you a second. Aston Kusher. Yeah! Hey! Yeah! We have a winner. We have a winner. Congratulations, Jamal. You have picked up on a video. Which video do you want to give our buddy Jamal? Uh, you tell me, Jamal. Which one do you want there, buddy? Hey, what, what do you suggest? What's the best one you got? Uh, I'm That's a tight jeans man myself, but uh, if you like skin, DC Rump Shaker will be the one for you. Yeah, send me that. Send me that one. You got it. Man. All right, Jamal, hold on. We're gonna get Tim to get your information, and uh, we are gonna mail all of the info for you. So congratulations to Jamal. Do you like? Very this? nice. Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm liking this game. I'm digging the the uh, the names of the uh, videos. I, can't kick, I love it. Kick those names out again. We got DC Rump Shaker filmed on location in my kitchen because that's where <laughs> the lighting is the best in my house. We got the BT Black College Fest 2003 at King's Dominion. Lots of fat college asses. And my masterpiece, Butts in Motion 2002, at the Unifest right in the middle of the hood by the big chair. That's awesome. You know, I want to become your best friend. I, I, think, I think there's an age difference, Mike. Yeah. I'm 25 years old. I believe you're probably in your 30s. Uh, yeah. Black people always look younger, though. Um, it's not a stereotype. It's the truth. It's the truth. You guys hold up. Outstanding. And I'm, I'm actually, my ex-wife uh, is a black woman, by yeah. the way. Wow. So know that I'm I'm all about the. Do you respect me a little bit more knowing I got a sister? Well, actually, you, I'm you a, really like a black me. Puerto Rican. 
Yeah, well, she's actually, uh, she's going to hate that I said, she's a Blacksican. My ex-wife. A Blacksican. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, cool. I feel a bond with the brother. Black people like me. You're so sad, man. I love ya. You, 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 you have such a need to be wanted. Yeah? Oh. No. Okay, yes. <laughs> I'm digging the hair because I don't have any. That's what El Jefe's hideout's all about. All right, so you know what? Dan hopped on the line earlier. Uh, is it Dan or Don? Don, are you there? Yeah, hello. Hey, Don. Don from Bowie. That's it. All right, brother. You ready to uh, play the no talent ass clown game? Oh, yeah. All right, man. You, know, you got to get two out of three correct. You can either right. win the password or you can win some videos. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let me find my questions here. Okay. Which no talent ass clown does afternoons at Hot 99.5? Uh, I wouldn't even know that. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. That's all right. You get one wrong. It's all right. It's the only station I listen to. Well, I appreciate that. The No Talent Ass Clown does afternoons at Hot 99.5 is Albie D. Boo. That's all right. You still got two out of three. You still, still can get two out of three, right? All right. Let's move on to the next one. <clears throat> this No Talent Ass Clown hung with Pamela Anderson and Carmen on the beach, drove a car that talked, and is a musical star in Germany. Name that no talent ass clown. That's uh, uh I know that that's that Baywatch guy. Alright, uh, I'll give David you a couple. That's it! Hey! Alright, alright, you got it. Congratulations. Alright, right, now you gotta get this next one correct. On the right. line, asses. Do we ask you, are you playing for a video or a password? Uh, I want a video. Okay, a video. All right. Do you have internet access? Yes, I do. Okay, I recommend the <laughs> AOL for broadband. What are you What are you laughing at? Because it, it doesn't sound like you would. <laughs> El Jefe, can we just explain to them that the passwords will get them into the membership section where they can view video clips over their computer? Oh, outstanding. That's what the passwords are for. All right, thank you so much. Um, here we go. You can't have a Pentium 1. Okay, you got to have a legitimate Windows Media Player, real player. We go AOL for broadband here. That's our right. thing. All right, here we go. I'm trying to look for lyrics. All right, playing with Don from Bowie, and we're playing the No Talent Ass Clown game. Here's here's the lyric from this no talent ass clown. I'm in control and loving it. Rumors got me laughing, kid. Love my life and my public. Put God first and can't forget to stay real. To me, it's like breathing. Yeah. Name that no talent ass clown. I don't even know that. <sighs> I'm sorry, Don. You missed two out of the three. Uh, did you happen to know that one, Mike? I have no idea. Uh, Pierre Le Pew, any idea? No, but it smells like it could be Jack Nicholas. <laughs> uh, Dubs? I have no idea. J-Lo. J-Lo was the no-talent ass clown. Those lyrics were from Ginny from the block. 1-800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Trying to give away these videos. I don't know if I made the game too hard. I think that one was kind of hard, but do you? I don't think you have gotten it. <laughs> okay, well, let's see here. Um, we're trying to do guys a favor. Rear View 2 is the name of the website, and let's go with Russ. I always like to go into the actual District of Columbia. Russ, are you there? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? Are you ready to play the No Talent Ass Clown game for ass videos? I would like to say I love the ass. The ass is my favorite part of the body. The, uh, hey, hey, thank you, hey. thank you. Another ass lover. I'm telling you, man, I mean, uh, I know the brothers love the ass, but, I mean, I, speaking as a white man, 
I love the ass. We oh. get a bad rep because we have a lot of uh, no-ass women, but I love them. Okay. Well, fair enough. And that's that's really an unfair stereotype of white guys, that you don't like asses. All right, here we go. We're going to start out with the lyrics first. The no-talent ass clown game. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Let me turn down the music. Maybe that threw off, that threw off other people. Can you stop the music for me, Dumps? You just hit stop. All right, here we go. You come over unannounced, dressed up like you're something else. When you're uh, where you are and where it's at, you see, you're making me laugh out loud when you strike a pose, take off all your preppy clothes. You know you are not fooling anyone. I botched it up a little bit. Do you want me to read it again? No, man, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it could be anybody from Matchbox 20 to uh, God, I have no idea. Well, let me give you one more time because I, I feel like I kind of botched it a little bit. One more time, okay? Yeah. You come over unannounced, dressed up like you're something else. Uh, where you are, where it's at, you see. You're making me laugh out when you strike a pose. Take off all your preppy clothes. You know you're not fooling anyone. I don't know, man. Could you use that in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I thought... get a definition. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. That's right. Continue with the music, J-Dubs. The No Telling Ass Clown Game. Giving away ass videos. All right, here we go. This no-talent-ass clown went down on Black Hawk, stopped for 40 days and 40 nights, and is currently involved in a Hollywood homicide. Name that no-talent-ass clown. Whoa. Can you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> I'm telling you, people love this. Here we go. This no-talent-ass clown went down on Black Hawk, stopped for 40 days and 40 nights, and is involved currently in a Hollywood homicide. Man. Ah, that is, I, I feel terrible. I knew the first one so easy, and that chick just botched it really hard. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I feel awful. That's right. I feel awful for you. Yeah. Uh, you I know, know. I want to ask. Oh, well. I have to ask anyway. <laughs> no, sorry, you can't. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to continue on with the game. We have one more set of questions for the game. Was that Aston Kutcher? No, that was actually Josh Hartnick. That guy, yeah. Yeah, he's the, currently starring in Hollywood Homicide with um, uh, Han Solo. See, I didn't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I now I know what movie you're talking about. When you when you mentioned Hollywood Homicide yesterday, I had no idea what you're he was about. in the movie Forty Days and Forty Nights, where he stopped punching the clown or gave up like any type of sex at all. And uh, Black Hawk Down, he was in that in that movie as well. Yeah. Right. He went down on Black Hawk. All right. Here we go. Let's go with. Let me see. Gaithersburg. They like asses in Gaithersburg, Chris. Well, I'm actually more of a breast man, but I thought I'd give this a shot. Okay, well, no, fair enough. I mean, yeah. maybe we can turn you we'll into an ass you. man. Exactly. We're we'll looking. Convert you. We will. We are looking for conversion. I'm willing to learn. The no. Hide me. The no talent ass clown game. Are you okay. ready? All right, you got to get two out of three correct, my buddy. All right then. This no talent ass clown works nights at DC 101. Oh, I want to say the grease man. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Is it Mad Dog? No. All right. Then. I get, Roach. I had to look that up on the website. I don't even know if that. I don't even know who that is. But I. Uh, if they're working nights at DC 101, they're a clown, an ass clown. Okay, let's move over to this then. I'm going to give you a couple lyrics, and you have to name which person it is. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm not good at this, but okay. That's all right. That just means more ass videos that I get to take home. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn down the music here. 
And um, let me find a specific. Here we go. This one's a good one. This actually, I'm going to give you a hint. This is from one of J Dub's favorite songs. J Dub. J Dub's loves this song. All right. You admitted it on the air a couple of nights ago. Here oh, we yeah. go. Okay. Got time, but I don't mind. Just want to rock you, girl. I'll have whatever you have. Come on. Let's give it a whirl. See, I've been watching you. I like the way you move. So go ahead and, girl, just do that ass-shaking thing you do. Oh, lordy lord. It's not Amy Grant, is it? Amy Grant? <laughs> no, I'm... I might be pretty queer, but I don't like Amy Grant. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is not Amy Grant. I do, uh... It was Justin Timberlake. I don't know. Would, would liking Justin Timberlake be more queer than Amy Grant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no doubt about it. That, okay. that comes from the song Rock Your Body. Uh, well, I'm sorry. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for All the right, phone call, you. buddy. You know... I honestly thought, guys, that this game wasn't going to be that hard. No. And we're giving away the videos, and as you can tell, people want the videos. Yeah. We're going to do one more round with the game. And I actually have a couple more games later on tonight, if you don't mind letting me hold on, that I want to try to give away the stuff. You got it. Again, the website is rearview2.com, and we have great-ass videos. Mike Darren here with us. Pierre Lake Q with us. DC American heroes. They go around. They film women's asses in the in the nation's capital. Yeah, and they broadcast it for you. We're gonna pick one more person here, and we're gonna go with this. Um, let's go to Rick. Rick in DC. Welcome into All Happy Side Out on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? All right, here. This is what we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna give you a hint. All right. Actually, I'm not going to give you a hint. You really need to figure this out. I wanted to give him a hint because I want to give away the video. Mm -hmm. I the lyrics that you all been, uh, some of the stuff so far, man, I'm just trying to figure out where in the hell is this stuff coming from. What, the lyrics? Yeah. All right. Well, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it easy on you with the lyrics right here, okay? All right. You got to get these lyrics. Are you ready? Okay. All right. <clears throat> I watch my youngest son, and it helps to pass the time. I take too many pills, and it helps to ease the pain. I made a couple of dollar bills, but I still feel the same. Everyone knows my name. They say it's way out loud. Oh, my God. Oh. It's a slow song. It's a slow song. I'll give you a hint. A song? I'll give you a hint. Should I give him a hint, J.D.? Give, give, give him a hint, please. This no-talent ass clown has already been named earlier in this game. And I got out of the car to come to the house, and that's probably when you named her. Uh-huh. Okay, uh... It's a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy? Yeah. He's from Detroit. Oh, uh... It's a guy. Kid Rock? Yes! Hey! Kid Rock! Hey. Kid Rock! All right. He is such a no-talent ass clown, I had to put him on twice. Here we go. It's just one of those days feeling like a freight train. First one to complain... Leaves like a blood stain. Damn right, I'm a maniac. Name that no talent ass clown. Oh man, um, no talent ass clown. Uh, just pull one out of my head here. I'll say, uh, all right, time's up. I don't know. <laughs> all right, one more for you. You ready? All right. That was actually Fred Durst again. I I, I I think that Fred Durst and Kid Rock are complete no-talent-ass clowns, have no ability musically whatsoever, or as lyricists, that they're constantly over and over in this game, as is this guy. Well, that, that, that's cool because, you know, 
it just goes to show that it's extremely no talent because I didn't even have it. I, I, <laughs> All right, here we go. Even given. I know that they say that some things are better off left unsaid. It wasn't like you only talked to him and you know it. Don't act like you don't know and all these things people told me keep messing with my head, messing with my head. You should have picked honestly and then you may have not have blown it. Yeah. Who said that? What? <laughs> so, I'm sorry, man. Just make that up, right? No, that was Justin Timberlake. Yeah, again. Oh, you know what, man? Why are you all saying the same guys over and over? Because they make it easy on you, man. To make it easy and because they are complete no talent ass clowns. Well, I have to say, um, I don't feel like a failure because this game to me was easy. We're naming the no talent ass clowns, and Jamal was the only guy with enough sense in his head to win these videos. Guys, I want to thank you so much. All right. Big props to Jamal. And I want to say this, too. We're going to, we're going to continue to give out the videos all night. We do have other videos that we want to give away. Again, Darren, uh, Michael Darren yep. from the website rearview2.com. Also his buddy here, uh, Pierre Le Pew. And if you want to leave me all the information, we'll give out your stuff. Again, guys, any final words that you want to say about the website? Is it going to be to the point where you're going to be like these guys from Girls Gone Wild, where you have your private jets, you're getting busted with whores down in Florida? Yeah, that is the goal, but not Florida. <laughs> uh, Rio, Rio de Janeiro, that's, that's the stopping point for me. That, I think my wife is waiting for My next wife is waiting for me in Rio. Oh, man. I, hey. I got to give it to you guys. Well, I hope. Make sure she's a woman, all right? Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> uh, again, I do want to thank you. Uh, you fellas have been outstanding. I want to make sure that we do everything we can. I'd like to invite you back in the future because I things I think things went so well. I guess yeah. thanks to the city paper for putting you out there to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. that I actually dis discovered you guys. Yeah. And we moved on from there. What is your What is the next place? The next big event that you're planning to go to to uh, uh, film great ass? We got quite a few events events coming up in D.C. We have the Caribbean Day Parade, which is held on Georgia Avenue. They may or may not have a Georgia Avenue Day. They don't announce it sometimes. And then you have the Black Family Reunion at the Monument Grounds. And that's about it. I'm going to try to make it to New York for the Dominican Day Parade, too. The Dominican. And is everything very East Coast? Or do, you, do you ever venture out to the West Coast? Uh, not yet. Okay. You got to make some West Coast money first. Uh -huh. we're, planning, we're planning on uh, visiting one of the senior citizen homes, no. Shuffleboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate the love. I appreciate you guys stopping in. Thank you so much for hanging out with El Jefe's Hideout. Thank you, El Jefe. Thank you. J-Dubs, we're going to come back, and we're going to have a tribute to our fathers. Very good. Yet another opportunity, if you didn't win the ass video games, we do have another way for you to win ass video games coming up, all right? 1-800-636-1067-202-432. 1067. In the meantime, hang out. We'll be back in a second Saturday night, so you know it's El Jefe's Hideout with 106.7 WJFK. This is El Jefe's Hideout. Can I ask you some questions for broadcast on 106.7 WJFK? Yes. How did you first hear about El Jefe's Hideout? I've never heard about El Jefe's Hideout. Uh, would you lie, steal, or kill for El Jefe? No. Why do you worship El Jefe? I don't worship El Jefe. Who would win in a death match, El Jefe or Jesus? El Jefe, definitely. Can you babysit for Spoon Saturdays at midnight? Mm-hmm, yes. 
Can J-Dubs date your daughter? No. If one of these men were gay, which one would it be? El Jefe, J-Dubs, or Spoon? J-Dubs. Repeat after me. Spoon sells seashells by the seashore. Spoon sells seashells by the seashore. When you hear the name El Jefe tied out, what do you think? A little Mexican guy hiding in a cave. <laughs> That's so damn true. El Jefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Oh, man. I'm beat. Welcome back into El Jefe's hideout. El Jefe, J-Dubs, Timmy, hanging with you. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. El Jefe's hideout is the show. The three chuckle an hour guarantee is in effect. We're looking for our chuckle auditors as well. <laughs> Those of you that uh, like to talk a lot of trash and keep track of things, three chuckles an hour guaranteed, I promise you. J-Dubs, what did you think about having the boys in from rearview2.com? They're really cool guys. Weren't they nice guys? Yeah, they're really nice guys. You know, I want... You know, you'd think that people who just film asses would be kind of deviants, but they were, they were cool, nice guys. And it, I, You know, and it just goes to show the beauty of America, where anybody with a great idea and a couple bucks to get started can, can, can make a living doing what they want to do. That's the beauty of this country. I am somewhat able to support myself <laughs> doing radio. I, I do stress somewhat able to support myself. Is that the first chuckle of the hour? That's it. <laughs> Saying that I'm able to support myself. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think it was real. I think the guys were fun. I think they were excited. Um, we do have more videos that we are going to give away at some point during the hour. So make sure you stay tuned. We have more ask videos and also ask passwords as well. <laughs> For the website, Have, did you get a chance to go to the website, uh, Timmy? Oh yeah, I, I went. Uh, I went. What was it? Thursday when you came up in the office and uh, told you about. Yeah, the I idea? was talking about it. Yeah, I'm kind of an ass man myself. Are you really? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I one of the things that I wonder about too is I wonder, I, I wonder how it is that you just like stumble upon an idea because I've like had so many great ideas in my life. I'm like, man, it'd be great if I did this, or you know, I got this, you know, I got a great idea for a movie script that I'm gonna write, end up writing, and I, I just, think, I think everybody's done that at one time or another. But I gotta give it to these guys for actually going through and you know, stop talking trash and actually, you know, follow up and you know, following their life's dreams. You know, the internet has a lot to do with all this stuff. Being able to, uh, you know, people being self-starters. Mm-hmm. The internet's kind of like a a, a starting place for them, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. I, all right, whatever. You can uh, you can get your own domain name registered for like nine ninety five, you know, a month or something like that, and you can set up your own website, and it's it's just a buttload cheaper than buying TV or even radio commercials, you know. So you can do almost anything you want if you if you have the uh, means to get to a computer. Now, I didn't want to say anything to these guys. You know, I didn't want to break their heart or their dream or anything like that. Um, I do wonder, though, don't you, don't you think they should feel guilty just in the slightest bit about filming women without their knowledge? I mean, maybe this is, maybe this is the feminist in me, and maybe I'm completely wrong. You are. But, <laughs> but I think there's something a little scumbaggish about filming a woman a woman without her knowledge. I'll give you a, a perfect example. I hate it. 
I hate it whenever they talk about, like, on the news, like on Fox 5 or something, where they talk about fat people and how fat America is getting. And, you know, coming up next, we're going to talk about how you can lose weight because you're such a fat ass. And while they're sitting there and they're promoing this, they're running footage of fat people. Now, part of the, the way that they're able to get around this is because you never see the person's face. You never see their head. You never see something that technically distinguishes them. But you know that it's a fat person. Like, I would be so pissed if I was walking down Connecticut Avenue and, you know, they're sitting there and they're, I see the Fox 5 or whoever. I'm not just, you know, I'm not pointing them out specifically, but I just see somebody's filming something for television. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm walking with, you know, little struts. You know, I'm going to be on television. And then I go home and I turn on the TV and they're... Fat people are ruining the country. And it's just your ass on the news. Coming up next. So if anybody ever sees a fat body on Fox News in a uh, Dallas Mavericks jersey, <laughs> it's all happy. You're a scumbag. But see, that's one of the things, though, that I, I feel, and again, I didn't want to get into it with the guys because they're, they're, they're nice dudes. I didn't want to sit there and be like, Hey, this is scumbag issue. Well, you know, they're not putting they're not putting cameras in changing rooms. I mean, they're videotaping people that are walking around in public with no reasonable expectation of privacy to begin with. And like you said, as long as they're not showing the woman's face, you know, how many people are going to recognize that ass on the internet? Maybe three. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that, that's a legitimate point. I think that's how they're able to get away. And with. if you don't know your ass is that fat, you got more problems than having your fat ass on the internet. And it's not even so. I mean, and, they, and they're doing it as a, like beauty, like this is a great ass. This is something we're celebrating. And I'm not saying the guys are bad because the guys couldn't be nicer. And I still support the product. And maybe, I, maybe this is completely hypocritical of me, but I completely support the product. My thing is, as a woman. <laughs> As, as a woman, well, let me finish my let me finish our, let me finish my sentence before you start laughing. As a woman, those those you women aren't a woman. No, shut your woman mouth. He's half a woman. If you're a woman and you happen to be browsing on the internet and you happen to type out big black DC asses and rearview2.com came up and you saw your ass. You know what? If I saw my ass on the internet, I wouldn't know it was my ass. How many times do I look at my own ass? Never. Never. I'm just asking this as a chick if you'd be upset. They wouldn't know. How are they going to know? if this... Do you know what your ass looks like? No, but I know. All right, then. But I would just, I would hate that people are making a profit off of me without. God bless them. Without me being. In... All right, I'm just asking if, if anybody's upset about that. Any... I'm upset about you, you bitch. <laughs> One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Well, fine, whatever. <laughs> now let me ask you: Are you a union guy? No. And well, as a consumer, no. Why not? What is it about unions that upset you? Well, it's just they charge way too much a lot of times to do jobs. That's why people like Walmart hire non-union people to build their department stores a lot of times. Now let me ask you this: Are you? So you're not in favor uh, of a worker having rights? Oh, of course a worker should have rights. I mean, and if it goes too far, then, you know, everybody should get together and do something about it. But just because they, they don't make, like, these, these construction workers, I think they make way too much money okay. a lot of times. Especially the people working on the streets doing the, uh, the uh, road construction. Mm -hmm. Those bastards are sitting there eating a sandwich every time I drive by them. I've never seen one working. I drive up here every day past this construction crap that's going on on Ox Road uh -huh. uh, between Fairfax and Woodbridge. Mm -hmm. And there's always like 30 pieces of heavy construction equipment 
and there's 95 guys standing around with their collective thumbs up, their collective behinds, mm -hmm. or you know, and it's just like it's. I'm amazed when you actually see something get done because I never see anybody doing anything but sitting in the shade. I just want to get out and yell at him like I'm the foreman. You know, I did. let me be the foreman one day. I did the other day. I drove by and I saw some guy just sitting down contemplating the ground underneath his feet. As I pulled up to the stop sign, I rolled my window down and said, Hey, get to work, jackass. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Now, this surprises me. I'm a huge union guy. I'm completely in favor of unions. Surprise. The reason, though, is because we work in a crappy industry. We work in an industry where we are getting screwed constantly in the radio business. Mm -hmm. No business devalues their employees like the radio business, no, except for maybe guys who own strip clubs. Maybe that is why I don't like unions, because I think everybody should get screwed like I do. Okay, well, fair enough, but I, I have this... If I'm getting screwed, every bastard out there is getting screwed. Let me tell you why unions are good. I have this story specifically. A U.S. truck driver who worked for the Coca-Cola Bottling Company has been sacked after being spotted jugging down a soft drink made by rival Pepsi Company. So this guy got fired because he was drinking a Pepsi, and he works for Coca-Cola. Was it during work hours? It was during work hours, and what happened is he was in the back of a stock room. He was loading some Coca-Cola products, and he was swigging down uh, a Pepsi or one of their products. Well, if he just got fired, he got off white in my in my estimation. Why do you say that? Because you, if you're working for Pepsi or Coke, drink the product while you're at there. You know, you probably get a discount on it. Why be a prick? He, could, he probably did just to, just because he was mad at the company. What, so that's reason enough because you're not because you're not fired. because you're, you're not using the product. You should end up getting fired. You're out of here. So do you constantly listen to 106.7 WJFK? Yes, I have all <laughs> six of my presets in my truck set to 106.7. You are a complete scumbag, and I know you're lying. <laughs> now, now you're trying to be a shock jock. Well, no, but I, I do listen to only Infinity Stations in town, really, because the rest of them are really crap. See, that's my thing. I I, I would wonder if you're not if you don't. What's the point of using the product? Why would you have to use the product? Uh, and why would you end up getting fired for using the product? Well, the reason that I'm so in favor of unions is because of the fact that they're coming to stick up for this guy. The reason they say he actually got fired wasn't because he was drinking a Pepsi, but rather because he had tried to develop a union three months earlier. And I, I'm all in favor. I'd love to see if we could start a union, but I think, isn't Virginia a right to work? Virginia right? is right to work. And it's yeah. just like Texas, so you couldn't even start a union. And that's like, that's like, that's the biggest way to get a black mark on you. Oh, is yeah. for you, somebody to say, what? Hefe's looking to start a union. You know, what the, what the hell's going on? But I believe in having rights. God forbid that I actually want to have some rights around this building. Yeah, but, uh, alright, he, he tried to start a union, and he failed. He, He's a failure. Anyway, he's a failure at everything he does. He's fired. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Well, here's the point. Um, we're actually now kind of killing some time because I need to get my dad on the air. It's time for us to do our Father's Day tribute. Part one. Father's Day tribute part one. Another opportunity for you to win these ass videos from rearview2.com. The thing that I have lined up with my father. And now if you remember my Mother's Day tribute... With the Mother's Day tribute, I uh, had to call my mother on Mother's Day and tell her that I had held her vibrator in my hand. It was one of the most disturbing, one of the most upsetting uh, things I had ever had to, done, had to do in my life. Uh, it was completely embarrassing. Well, now I'm going to talk to my dad, and I'm going to be a complete hypocrite 
when it comes to my feminism. So coming up next, your opportunity to win more ass videos. In fact, if you want to go ahead and hop on the line now, we're going to play a little game with my father. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. First, it is time for Mandatory Marilyn Manson. This comes uh, from the CD Antichrist Superstar. It is the title track. If you want to win some more ass videos, let's play this game. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The title track from Antichrist Superstar. It's Mandatory Marilyn Manson. 106.7 WJFK and El Jefe side out.
Manson. You know if you hear Manson Saturday night on 106.7 WJFK, it is El Jefe's hideout. Welcome into it. It is your buddies El Jefe and J-Dubs. Timmy answering the phones, and we are now ready to play... Yet another uncomfortable game that I have come up with. Mother's Day, we did one of the most terrible Mother's Day tributes that, in the history of radio. And uh, now I'm going to be a complete hypocrite, and we're going to talk with my pops. Before we go to my pops, uh, pops, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, pops, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. I, first of all, are you proud of the fact that your son's on a major market uh, radio station? It depends on what he's doing, but yes, generally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Now, now your dad actually has a Spanish accent. No, like you think so? Yeah. No, well, maybe it's a Texas. thing. I think it's more of a Texan thing. But uh, pops, hold on a second, because we got a couple of phone calls uh, that I want to get to. All right, so I'm gonna put you on hold. Okay. Okay, you bet. All right, one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. We're about to give away some booty. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna keep my dad on the line so he can hear this. Dad, just kind of participate as we go, okay? Um, giving away ass videos from the uh, website RearView2.com. I got to give it to my pops because I think my pops is the one that made me into an ass man. Uh, I, dad, is your ass is, is your ass <laughs> is ass uh, the favorite body part that you uh, that you would prefer on a woman? Um, yeah, I believe so. I, I think so. Okay. All right. Cool. My my poor father. <laughs> I'm such an embarrassment to the family. Uh, this is an interesting call. Floyd. Hey, what's happening, man? What's happening, Floyd? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Now, I don't know what this is about. Tim has put you on the air here. He screened the phone call. Johnny Punani's here. What is this? Uh, what did you want to say? Uh, what happened? Oh, I just called because you said you had a game coming on, but... Uh... I thought you were the guy that Howard Stern was talking about at first. Uh, they took, uh, you know, after Ron and Fez, uh, not Ron and Fez, but uh, Obi and Anthony got in trouble, they had to fill a slot. And uh, they moved Don and Mike. And they First they were in New York, then they weren't in New York. It just went back and forth with a bunch of different things. But uh, I'm not sure if it's you or it's going to be some guy they took uh, from California and bought that... Uh, uh, okay. put into the station. It's going to come on after Howard. All right, hold on for me, Floyd, because here's the thing. Dubs and I kind of got all excited because we thought that uh, Howard was talking about us. Is that your phone, Timmy? <laughs> Timmy's got his phone going off. All right, so it turns out Howard wasn't talking about us. And I got excited, you know. It's kind of <laughs> like, you know, like if Howard was a chick, I would want to do a sniff his underwear. <laughs> Even if he mentioned me, you know. All right, let's do our Father's Day tribute. Um, again, my Mother's Day tribute was calling my mother on the air and telling her that I held my vibra her vibrator in my hands. And dad, that was that was one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and I accidentally smelled it too. Anyway, it's so disgusting. I hope you're not gonna ask about my vibrator, man. <laughs> no, I am not gonna ask about your vibrator. Do you have one? <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, let him answer yourself. No, he doesn't have a vibrator. <laughs> he does not have a vibrator. He's not saying no. Dad, tell him you don't have a vibrator. Oh, man, no, I say I don't have a vibrator at all. One eight hundred six three six. 1067 Johnny Punani hanging out. It's, go it's so good to see you, Johnny. Just when I think you couldn't dress any worse, Johnny Punani, <laughs> you come in with a pink and yellow shirt on. What are you talking about? This is a rugby gold and red. You look this like an official Army rugby jersey, man. This is back when I was young and studly and, you know. Pops, are you still there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You lost your dad? Dad hung up on me. Yeah, one vibrator thing, and he's a vibrator? Well, what the hell? You know what it is. He's using a cell phone. 
Uh, Timmy, let me have you dial that phone number up in the corner for me. You know what Punani looks like? Uh-oh. Uh, a retarded version of the Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> So here, J Dubs, man. Here's here is the Father's Day tribute game, and again, if you want to win these ass videos, we have uh, Floyd on the line and we have Chris on the line. Both you guys are going to play with the Father's Day tribute. All right, so one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. What I need you to do is call right now, and we're going to play. <coughs> This game. All right, let me have that card back for me, please. Timmy. Hey, what's the deal with the fish and the, the gooby bears and the damn... That fish? The, the fish is mine. His name is Christopher Reeves. Uh, Christopher Reeve. Christopher, Christopher Reeve. I'm sorry, Christopher Reeve, because he, all he does is just sit there. And that's uh, Spoon's replacement. Yeah. And he's contributed just as much to the show as Spoon has. <laughs> so far. Uh, uh, I mean, give me... I know, I'm coming in and going over all the uh, last two hours, but what's the update on Spoon? Is he dead? No, Spoon isn't dead. No? Yeah, we haven't talked at all. I haven't chatted with Spoon either. He so might be dead. He might be dead. God hoping. This, yeah. <laughs> Just opens up a spot. And I see you got Timmy Balls in here. I, Timmy, Ball, Timmy Balls, man. How? I, I'm driving over here thinking... What did you do? Have an accident with a vacuum cleaner when you were four years old? Did it just like <laughs> suck them down to your ankles? Hey, can we can we do my Father's Day trivia before oh. we start talking about right. Timmy's balls? All right, no, Timmy Balls, that's his name. Christ! All right, I'm sorry. Good. Uh, All right, here's the way the game works. Pops, you back? Yeah, I'm there. I'm there, Hefe. Okay, here we go. Here's the game. Uh, we are going to play our version of The Price Is Right. You have to pick the number of chicks. My Pops has banged the closest without going over wins. All right? Now, can we all do our own guesses first? Yeah. Now, this is what we're going to do. Chris and Floyd, hold on the line before I have you ask, uh, before I even find out how many chicks my dad has banged, we're going to write down a number. Now, here's what we're going to do. If you want to play, you got to put in 10 bucks. Not you guys on the phone. Uh, see if line one wants to play with us too, Timmy. I got ten bucks. Dubs, you got ten bucks? I got ten. Johnny Punani, are you gonna want to play as well? If you want to play, we're giving away the ass videos. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Finding out how many chicks El Jefe's pops has banged. You got ten bucks? You can put in the pot. Johnny Panani? Well, that's three hours worth of work for me, man. <laughs> I'm, putting yeah, play. I'm putting in my ten. Is that before taxes? <laughs> Dubs is putting in his ten. I got like I'm I'm flat busted. You can't you can't play at all? No tango dinero. Alright, well pick up line five and let's see if anybody put in what you got, Johnny. I got four tickets in the used uh, or four dollars in the used ticket tonight's game. Alright. You have any condoms in that wallet? Yeah. How old are they? Uh, three years old? I can tell you the date is June twenty third of one. Oh, I don't have any. All right, so we just remember that date. I don't know. There it is. We're giving away these ass videos if you want to win. Um, again, the person who picks the number of chicks my pops has banged without going over uh, ends up winning. Now, pops, um, I guess explain a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Uh, I'm 47. 47 years old, uh, from Texas, a Latino man. Uh, has a, uh, a, a three degrees um, from college and higher education. I don't want to give away too much about Pops. Uh, he works in the school industry, that's all I'll say. Okay, Very smart man. Um, looks a little bit like Edward James almost. 
I know, I know that sounds silly, but uh, my, my pops looks a little bit like a cross between Edward James almost and uh, Cheech. Now, I figure you've slept with at least two women, <laughs> my mom and my stepmother. All right, but I do remember the time between my Just mom. The vibrator count? No, stop it. I do remember that the time between my 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 mom and my stepmother, pops got a lot, and I think pops is a good looking guy, and I think pops got a whole lot of poon in his lifetime. Now, now, pops, I don't know if you know this, but your son, your sad sack of a son, El Jefe, has only slept with one woman. Oh man! I'm a Yeah, Mr. Hefe. I mean, don't you know? Don't ask him about the boys, though. Okay? Oh come on! Bunch of scumbags. That goes into the dozens. Uh, <laughs> what is this? He hangs out at high schools. The Baker know? dozens. Come on, Johnny Over Punani. Four. All right, so Punani's poor ass puts in four dollars in the pot. Hey, I offered up a, a game ticket that was used tonight. Give me a break, man. We got ten dollars, but the callers, the listeners are playing for uh, these ass videos and the passwords to the to the website rearview2.com. All right, let's go ahead and dad, I am going to um, let's go to Jay. Jay, do you have a number that you want to pick? What Jay? Jay, turn off your radio, dummy. Jay, turn on your radio. All right, Jay can't play. Let's go to Chris. Hey, Chris, do you have a number that you think my pops has slept with? Uh, I'm going to guess about 17. 17. All right, hold on, okay, Chris? All right, we got Chris on hold. Floyd. Hey, brother. How many how many chicks do you think my Latino pops has slept with? First of all, if you slept with one woman, I need to say one thing. Necesita mas torture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Give me a number. I'm going 26. 26 for my pops. Again, the person who goes closest without going over ends up winning these ass videos. All right, hold on for me, Floyd. And let's go to, what is that, Rui? Definitely. Hi, Rui in D.C. How many how many women do you think my Latino pops has slept with? I'm going to say good old number 69. 60, whoa. <laughs> you know, I think... Hey, we're talking about his dad, not Spoon, all right? Come on. Well, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, Rui may have a shot here. All right. <laughs> oh. All right, uh, Johnny Punani, how many, what, what number have you written down? Originally, I wrote down 16, but then I was thinking, okay, 47, he's a little bit older, you know, in the sense of the 70s and the 60s. Yeah, it was a little freewheeling, but Texas, conservative state, even, you know, and all that. I came out with 12, but even, even 12. J-Dubs? I'm doing 14. 14? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if I have an advantage because my pops, I know my pops. My pop, I, I look at my pops like he's a stud. He's a he's a good looking dude. He runs every day, and he pulls he pulls harpoon. I mean, my my mom in her day was a hottie, and my stepmother is a hottie. And you know what I got to say about you, pops? You are a hero because I and I'm gonna say because I think you've tasted the rainbow. Because I think he's had a, a, obviously my mother a Latina, my stepmother is white, and have you been with a black woman? Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh. <laughs> How about an Indian? Oh, wait a second! Let's, let's go. Let's go. To, no, let's hit the entire rainbow. How, have, have we done Oriental? No, it is not Oriental. It is Asian. No, no. We're, we're talking about a rug. No. 
Oh, I did, yeah. Uh, what else? What else we got? We got. How about how about a big blonde strapping Euro, Northern European we used, Norwegian? We oh. used, this is not your fantasy, Johnny Bonani. This is my no. my pops here. All right, Dan. No, I haven't done that. All right, pops, don't give too much away. All right, I'll, I'll let you go in a second. I know you're so ashamed. All right, so here we go. We're having two separate two separate games. All right. One is inside this studio with the money on the line, but on the other we have the people on the phone. And hold on, uh, we got another guy that wants in on this pool. James, James, what's your guess? Twenty-one. All right, hold on, James. Playing for these ass videos from RearView2.com. All right, do we feel like we have all the information? J Dubs went with fourteen. Johnny Punani went with twelve. I'm gonna go with nineteen. And what's your reason? Nineteen? Yeah. I think he. Uh, I don't have a reason. Nineteen's a lot. Especially to a guy that's only been with one woman. Johnny Panani, how many women have you slept with? Yeah, about 12. Are you serious? Yeah. Can I change my answer? If Johnny, <laughs> if Johnny Panani's bringing down... No, now here's the difference. Here's the difference. And this is a legitimate difference. Because I've been single for 40 years. I'm actually getting more now because I'm single. I've never been married. No kids. Fairly successful. Blah, 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 blah. And women, even though I'm short, fat, and stumpy, you know, and I'm hung like a hamster type of thing... <laughs> It doesn't matter because women look at me as being like, you know, I've never, I've never, never been tainted. I've always been about quantity, quality, not quantity. Well, if you can tell, all, one woman. Yeah, it's all quality to me. My ex-wife, Jubs. How many women have you Jubs. slept with? Four. Four. Scumbag. That's even sadder than one. Why? At least one you could say. What a nice guy. That's First nice. time with his yeah, wife. Still with his ex-wife. Four is just sad. Yeah, but what? He's twenty-three. All right, all right, too. We're gonna get one more person with a guess. Sean, what's your guess? I'm gonna say 28. All right, here we go. It's time to now forget the suspense and ask my pops. And pops, you, I, when I told you about this bit on like Thursday, you're like, whoa. I'm gonna have to go back and I'm gonna have to think about this. I'm going go to the archives. I'm gonna have to count. Here it is. Pops, how many, how many women in the 47 years? That you've been alive, have you slept with? Okay, I had to go to my spreadsheet, but I figured it out. And it was 31. 31! <laughs> oh Whoa! What a what a slut! <laughs> You're a Whoa, man whore, Mr. Happy! I am impressed. Bravo! My Bravo! That is. <laughs> I win! Oh. I win! I owe you six. Oh, my God. $24. I'll have wins because this dad's a slut. Now, wait a minute. What happened to the genetics on this, man? 31 to 1? 31 women. Now, Heffy, you got so far to go. I do. I have 30 you... radio whores to bang in one night to make myself feel good. Dude, that's like an entire nunnery. <laughs> well, well, I got to say... Get Sean's information, Sean on line one, who just got in at the last minute, guessed 28, and that was the closest without going over. I want to thank Rui and Floyd and Chris and James for all getting in their guesses, but it was Sean at the last minute that came in with 28 women. Wow, Pops. 31 women. Now, when do you, think you. When do you think you did the majority of your, uh, your banging? Oh, yeah, a lot of that was... Uh, but between, you know, in between the uh, the marriages, uh, and, yeah, marriage, yeah. Are you are you with any? Singles. I lived in North Dallas, and so that was I had a lot of opportunity to have a lot of fun. Now, what do you think the majority of the women you've slept with are? They majority white women, Latinas, black women. I didn't have those categories on my spreadsheet. 
I think it was a mix. It was a, it was a general mix. Yeah, my dad is an equal opportunity, man. This guy's a stud. He's up with 31 women. Now, Mr. Hefe, Johnny Panani here. You know, I'm, I'm still single here, and I, I am truly, truly, you know, I'm very close to your age. And I just need to know, what is the move? What I mean, what, what was it that sealed the deal for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, but the person that slept with 31 I mean, women... You, you've got to imagine that he has to have... A closer. A closer. And I mean, oh, that, no. that's my weakest point. I mean, like I said, women love to talk to me, and I'm always that boy next door, and blah, blah, blah. But I can't... I, boy, you look like you're 53. Oh, F you, man. I'm younger than... I look younger than you. <laughs> wow. All right, Dad, uh, real quick before we go, which was the best? If you had to say that one racial group was the best... Is there one in particular that you would say, man, is it true the, the, the black of the berry, the sweeter the juice, or is it white women that are best? What do you, when your sexual experience, which, which racial group um, gave you the most pleasure? Probably the whites, yeah. White women? No, no inhibition. Like, really? You know what? White women do seem eager to please. <laughs> I'd never know, but, uh, well, congratulations, Pops. I want to say thank you. All right, man. Um, I hope I hope you still love me after I'll, doing this bit. I'm so glad you didn't say like retarded children or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's embarrassing? You know how I know my dad's good. Uh, wait a second. No, wait, 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 you, wait. Have you been hiding out in the closet again? Wait a second. Is that what the whole deal was? Wait a second. Wait a second. I came home one night after a drunken uh, excursion when uh, I just came back to my dad's place. I was already over the age of 21. And uh, I heard him having sex with my stepmother. And she was going crazy. So even at his age, even for who he is now, Pops can still tear it up. And I got to say, Viagra in your future, Pops? I don't think I need it, man. <laughs> well, Dad, I want to say I love you. Happy Father's Day. Thank you so much for being a great sport. All right, thank you, man. Have a have a good day. All right, brother. I appreciate it. See ya. All right, see you, man. The cards in the uh, in the in, in the mail. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's just the first half. That's just the first half of our thirty-one. Uh, I'm stunned. Wow, my nothing nothing about my dad will hold a candle to that. We should have done my dad first. Well, no, I you got a great game with your dad. We're gonna play that game in a second. We still have ass videos to give away. So if you uh, were playing for the ass videos, stick around. Floyd still had something he wanted to say, Timmy? Uh, I don't know. All right, let's it's been go. so long since he's been on hold, I can't even tell you how long. Jay in D.C., hold. welcome into El Jefe Sideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hello. What's up, brother? Hey, I just wanted to tell you that um, I've had pretty much experience in what you're talking about. Okay, and what is that? Was, was like I having grew up in uh, northeast Washington, D.C., Uh huh. and uh, I've had all of it. You white, black... I'm black. Uh, no, but I mean, the, not you, man. the types of women that you have, which which, which racial category? Oh, would you, which one's the be probably the best? Which ones are the best? Uh-huh. Well, I can tell you, the, um, the white chicks are the freakiest. See, that surprises me. Thanks for the phone call, man. I wouldn't think that white chicks would be the best. Why not? I've only had a taste of one, um, and maybe it's because I think that this is the greatest of all, but... To me, I don't know. Why would they? Do you hate white people as well. I do not hate white people, Jay. <laughs> do. I do not hate white people. You do. I just wouldn't figure that white women would be the best lay. I get. I mean, I agree with you. I just. I mean, I, I've been an equal opportunity. Uh, you know, jumping around. How, I, what different racial groups have you gotten a taste of? Only one of one white. Um, oh, uh, you've only had one only out of one. twelve. Is white? Only one. Yeah. 
Um, Asian or Oriental, as you want to call them. No, Asian is what I want to call them, Chair. I mean, what, you know what the hell I'm talking about. You know, they, but, I mean, the best one, and it was it was actually a Persian chick. Her family was originally from Iran before they all got kicked out. Um, and then there was a like a pure Italian Mediterranean type. I mean, that's kind of white. Is that was that all from your days in the army, though, Johnny? No, uh, actually, the, a lot of those were from afterwards. Yeah, in the army was an actual American Indian chick. She was actually Cherokee or something like that. Dubs, have you tasted anything other than white women? Not just white. Okay, what about you, Timmy? All white? Asian women are the best. Asian? You've had Asian? Oh, yeah. You know, I've, now that Ojefe is divorced... Oh, Speak. Well, go ahead. Yeah, we'll talk. We already we covered it in the first segment. Well, if you I just keep, I mean, when are you going to hook me with uh, your ex's digits? <laughs> I'm serious, man. Come on, scumbag. Oh, come on, do a brother a favor. I just think it's 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 kind of a case of uh, the grass always being greener on the other side. Okay. You know, you got the brothers calling up talking about how the white women get freaky. You got the white guys talking about how the Asian women uh, are the best. And uh, you know, I've I've. Dipped my pen in a couple of fountains other than <laughs> white ink, <laughs> so to speak. I, I don't want to think about your pen. <laughs> I'm wondering why, why we're going back to this school type theme, man. It's scary. Now, Asians are the best, right? Yeah. Are you into those uh, poo pics that are online? <laughs> no. <are> always Asians. <laughs> God. Come back. Floyd, are you still there, man? Hey, brother, I got robbed. That last that guy came in on the last minute and won the game. I got to stick around to be a loyal listener. Talk with me a tail video, man. All right, I tell you what. I'm going to have you hang out, and we're going to, we're going to, after this song, we're going to play another game. The, the Father's Day tribute continues. The name of the game is Who Said It? J-Dub's Father or O-J? We're going to play that game in a second, all right? So, Floyd, Floyd if you want to continue to hold on... Uh, we'll see if we can get you an ass video from rearview2.com, or we can also get you the password as well. Hang out for a second, Floyd. Anybody else that wants to play, who said it? OJ or J-Dub's dad as the Father's Day tribute continues. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Hold on, Floyd. In the meantime, continuing with the theme, it's music from System of a Down, Chop Suey, El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK.
into El Jefe's hideout again. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. It continues El Jefe's uh, Father's Day tribute. We already talked to my pops, and I won. Actually, it was only 14 bucks. Johnny Punani, you don't have to. You don't have to pay up the rest. Oh, of the I'll, I'll get lunch for you and Ron and. Well, if I'd have known that, I would have gone ahead and played anyway myself. Well, if you want to, well, now you owe <laughs> ten bucks, man. You want to go ahead and hand over the money then? No, because I was going to guess what your dad said. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Time for the second half of the Father's Day tribute with J Dubs. Again, we're giving out um, passwords and videos to the website rearview2.com. Uh, Mike and Pierre joined us earlier this afternoon. The website basically features Washington, D.C. asses. They walk around with, with a video camera, and they film women's asses. And I haven't gotten a chance to take a look at one of these videos yet. And quite honestly, I'm making all of these games very, very hard because... I want to take the videos home. <laughs> I want to use the password for myself. Because if anything else, I am an ass man, J-Dubs. Yes. So um, it is now time for J-Dubs' uh, Father's Day tribute. And we tried to see if Johnny Punani would get in the Father's Day fun. But my dad's 72 years old. But it, makes he, sen- it makes sense because you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, he's, he's been, you know, he's had his uh, colonic and he's like in bed for the last four hours. Come on, man. Why don't, why don't we just bring his bedpan in and like expect that? <laughs> we can do that. I don't know. what I'll let you run your fingers through that. I know you're kind of used to that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> That's just too much trouble. Um, we found out uh, the Father's Day tribute with my pops. We played a game. It was kind of a ripoff of The Price is Right. And whoever was able to name or pick the number of uh, women my father has slept with without going over ended up winning. I, uh, I won the inner office pool as, I guess, 19. And we had Sean, who uh, picked 28. It turned out my dad had banged 31 women. Damn. 31 women in his lifetime. I kind of wish I would have got my dad in on this game because it's really, I'd be really interested to hear this, you know? How many of your pops is yeah. with? Do you think we could get him on the phone and just ask him? I, he, at his apartment, his uh, his wife runs the apartment building. Uh-huh. So all, he's a cheap bastard, too. <laughs> so they just use, like, the company phone and they have to keep it in the, uh, you know, in there at night. Now, with uh-huh. that discussion, uh, Joel and Manassas, it turned out my pops had slept with, like, the rainbow. He had done the Asian thing, the white thing, the black thing, the Latina thing, and he said white women were the best. What did you want to say, Joel? I was just going to say, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true at all. I mean, I think there's a lot of stereotypes out there. And there's, there's certainly the Latin lover stereotype. Uh-huh. And I've had a girl straight out of Peru. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was anything better or more exceptional than the white girl I had. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it's just the individual person. You, sometimes you find people who know how to make it happen. You know, people to, just don't. To me, badge is badge. And the coloring on the outside for the skin, I don't think it really makes a difference. Maybe it makes a difference, like, I don't know, if you got more rhythm, you know, than the other. But to yeah. me, the vagina- used to say. Yeah, it's just, it's all the same color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I disagree. And I would even go, not so much uh, Peru, but you go down to Brazil. You, I mean, first of all, all Brazilian chicks are hot. It's like God said Brazilian chicks are hot. And they, they have that natural thing. Oh, you don't give me that face, man. Did, did he say like God said? Yes. I mean, God, I mean everybody knows. Yes. It's God. Automa- 
All right. You know what? Come on, Brazilian. Admit it. Have you ever seen a, a, a Brazilian chick that is not hot? No. All right, Johnny Panani. I've never seen a Brazilian chick. Me either. Slow your roll. Let's 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 get to our right. Father's Day tribute. Floyd, you've been trying all night long to win these ass videos. We're gonna yep, give you I'm... another shot. Are you ready? Yes, indeed. All right. Here's our game. Our game is with J Dubs. We're gonna give you quotes. You have to you have to pick correctly who said it. Did J-Dub's father say it, or did O.J. say it? All right? So we got Floyd on the line, and we got Paul on the line. You're going to get five quotes. you got to get three of them correct. you got to get three out of five. You get three out of five, you get your choice of a password and or a video to rearview2.com. Are you ready, Floyd? I'm on the one. All right. Now, all these quotes are uh, either taken from O.J. post-court or my dad post-divorce court. Okay. I, I I called him this week. I I was talking to him about it, and he told me all these quotes. Okay. All right. So who said it? OJ or J Dub's dad? Yet another Father's Day tribute with El Jefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Daddy, we love you. All right, J Dub, give us the first quote for Floyd. I left her because she was she had issues and she was a little dirty. Okay. I left her because she had issues and she was a little dirty. Floyd? No, sounds like your dad to me. <laughs> you know him very well, don't you? <laughs> that was my dad. <laughs> now, now, what was the situation around this one, J-Dubs? Did he give you a reason why he, uh, why he said this? Hey, well, I, I was talking to him. I'm like, so what happened with mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was about my mom. Mom's a little bit smelly. I, I was like, dirty house. Did you hear him? Did you hear him? said he said mom was a little smelly. <laughs> smelled like old fish. Wow. Thank you, Pooh. She was a little dirty, huh? I guess so. I wouldn't know, but you know it makes sense though. Cause you stink. <laughs> You're one of the smelliest bastards I've ever known, and I wonder if that you got that from your mother, if it's hereditary. <laughs> when he passed through the canal, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> and it just hadn't, hadn't rubbed off since. Oh, I came ass first out and caught that right away. That makes sense. Okay, here we go. Uh, so far, Floyd is one for one on his way to winning one of these videos from Rearview2.com. Let's go uh, to the next one. Who said it? J-Dub's dad or O.J.? I met this girl once, and she tells me she only dates guys with 10 inches. I said, baby, I ain't cutting two inches off. <laughs> oh, my God. I think about it for a second. Let's hear your, your thought process. Who said this? O.J. or J-Dub's dad? Well, O.J. is known for having a rather large one. He's an athlete. And, and say what we all think. He's black, too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to put that in there. Uh, let's see. And I, <laughs> but you know what? This is so wacky. I can almost see J-Dub's dad saying this. Uh, you want to earn some money, Punani? You want to put any money on this? Uh, you're a fresh out of bills, aren't you? Yeah, I'm all done, man. You want to play, Timmy? I'm fresh out. I'm I'm completely tapped. God damn, I can only play with myself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that don't make you a bad person. All right. Who's... Now, Hesse, are you the only one at the studio with, that's making any money? These guys are broke. I know, man. I guess I cleaned up during the other Father's Day tribute. All right, who said it? O.J., uh, repeat the, uh, the, the, the quote. I met this girl once, and she told me that she only dates guys with 10 inches. I said, baby, I ain't cutting off two inches for anyone. <laughs> That's a great quote. Who said I'm it? Oh, 
I'm thinking OJ, but El Rafe said that he could see your dad saying it, so I'm going to stick with that, and I'm going to say your dad said it. OJ said it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to lead you astray. Playing who said it, OJ or J-Dub's dad? Give us the next quote. You're, uh, one, for, you're one for two so far. Got to go three out of five. If it was between golf and my wife, well, I've never cheated on my clubs. <laughs> Has to be OJ. Yeah, OJ. I, I'm thinking it's OJ because OJ's a big golfer. That was my dad. Oh, was it really? Yeah, that was my dad. How do Hicks and Fowlerville, uh, how are they able to go play golf? I couldn't imagine your dad on the golf course. Actually, my dad has a good job. He's a pretty refined guy, except for, you know, he, he's inappropriate just like me, though. Wow. He, he's a, a rich guy, too, and he has, uh, you know, he loves to play golf. All right, Floyd, I'm sorry, man. Hey, J-Dub's right. throwing in a... You have to get the next two right. You got to get the next... You got to get two more right. You, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to get two right. So you can't get another one wrong. Okay. All right, here we go. Who said it? J-Dub's dad or OJ? As a man, you got to punch the guy that after your wife. Hmm. As a man, you have to do what? Punch the man that after your wife. That banged your wife. You have to punch him. That's Gracious. Just, that's just good fatherly advice, I would think. <laughs> that is weird because AJ, OJ's philosophy is kill the guy. <laughs> Look at Floyd. Uh, Floyd's fulfilling our three chuckle an hour guarantee himself. We're up to two right now. First one was the first quote you said when you came back from the hour. Yeah. Let's see. Good grief, man. Um. Think. Think about it. I. You got. A, you got one. I'm going to go right off top of my head. The dad said you have to punch the guy who effed your wife. So you're going with J-Dub's dad? No, that's what that's what the quote is, right? Yeah. yeah. As a man, you've got to punch the guy that effed your wife. Oh, man. Come on. Two seconds. Give me OJ. Give me OJ. Oh, you got it, man. Yeah! I'm pulling for Floyd. All right, so he's two for two now. This is the last one. This one makes or break whether or not you're getting one of those ass videos you've been trying for all night long. Come on, ass videos. Let's go, Dubs. Give it the quote. Who said it? OJ or J-Dubs dad in our Father's Day tribute with El Jefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK-FM. That's, what, that's one of the reasons I loved her. She. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me give you some background on what the person's speaking of. Uh, either it's my dad talking about my sister, which is my, yeah, which is his daughter, or it's OJ talking about his daughter. Okay, right? so it could be either or. That's one of the reasons I love her. She's smart enough not to get caught. She's like her mom all over again. She's got the. Oh, that's OJ. That's OJ. I heard that, but already on the news. Let me let me finish it. She's got those German jeans. Her grandmother, my wife, and now my daughter. Those bitches wear you out. <laughs> all right, so you're gonna go with OJ Floyd? Wait a minute. I didn't hear that in the the end changes thing. Those German women. All right. That's one of the reasons I love her. She's smart enough not to get caught. She's like her mom all over again. She's got those German genes. Her grandmother, my wife, and now my daughter. Those bitches wear you out. Wow. Good grief. If you hadn't said the end, I would have said OJ, because I heard him say something about just like my wife. All right, I'm going gi to give you two seconds. All right, I'm going to give you five seconds. Okay. One, two, three. Four, five. Who said it? OJ or J Dub's dad? Give me 
Sorry, man. Oh, Floyd, man, you were so close. You were so. I was saying it in the beginning. I'll change my mind. I'm sorry, man. Maybe if we hang out toward the end of the night, we may have something left over for you. Wow. Wow. So oh, it was OJ who ended up saying that. He yeah. added in his gut initially. A Father's Day tribute, Old Hefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. JFK Old Hefe with the AOL for broadband, instant messaging, our Father's Day tribute. You know what's weird, though? I mean, legitimately, the fact that your father could have said some of the half-ass crazy stuff that O.J. has said is mind-boggling to me. Yeah, it's a very difficult game. You know, my dad's kind of a twisted guy, you know, Mm -hmm. just from the quotes you've heard already. Yeah. And O.J. has killed people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's kind of weird to think about that, you know. My dad's capable of the same remarks that a murderer would come up with. Paul, are you there? Yeah. All right, Paul, you ready to play our Father's Day tribute? Who said it, O.J. or J-Dub's dad? Oh, I'm ready. All right, brother, let's go ahead and get with this. Um, Quotes number one, please, J-Dub's. I never lied in court, but I wish I would have. Huh. I never lied in court, but I wish I would have. Paul from Woodbridge. Who said it, J-Dub's dad or O.J.? Let's go with with J-Dub's dad. Very good. Yeah. Congratulations. I wouldn't figure that OJ would be stupid enough to say that I wish I would have lied in court because he got off. So what was it your dad wished he had lied about? I don't know what exactly. He was just talking about like how he uh, how he got kind of uh, raped in the whole. Uh, he got a lot of money taken from him in the divorce. In the divorce, really? Yeah. Are your parents on good terms, J Dubs? Yeah, they're they're bad. You know, afterwards, after the whole thing initially, mm-hmm. it was rough, but now they're fine. So your dad's refined, and I, I've never. It's so funny. I've never met your parents, Dubs. I really have this image from what you have told me, from what your friends have told me. That's your mother's complete trailer trash. <laughs> Am I wrong? She looks very trailer trashy. She has some bleach blonde hair. Uh... I, I picture like Eminem's mother. She, nah, she's fatter than that. <laughs> uh, she uh, wears very tight clothing when she shouldn't. Okay. I'm not sending her a copy of this show. <laughs> she, is she single? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's oh, the right, kind of chick that Johnny Panani yeah, likes to bang. All right, Paul, that's right, man. You got one wrong. You got to get three out of five correct to win these videos from rearview2.com. All right, here we go. That's right, man. You're hanging in there. Question number two. Who said it? OJ or J? He got that one right, didn't he? Yeah, I got that one right. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. He got that one right. Oh, my bad. He's one for one. Oh, my bad. I'm trying to cheat you, Paul. Sorry about that. Go ahead. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I think in that situation, I would I would do what most guys would do. I didn't think I was doing something wrong. In that situation, I think I did what most guys would do. Yeah. Hmm. Who said it? OJ or J-Dub's dad? Hey, this is tough. Yeah, that is it. That's pretty generic. Uh. But you could think, was OJ talking about killing somebody who was bringing sunglasses? Or could you think breaking up with J-Dub's mother because she stank? So, so, so either one of the two are acceptable when you think about You just got to wonder about the context. Paul and Woodbridge, who said it, OJ or J-Dub's dad? I'm going to go with J-Dub's dad again. Yes, very good. Wow, congratulations, man. You were two for two so far. 
I got yeah. Paul, you know scumbags. <laughs> I, I guess so. Good for you, my friend. All right, J-Dubs, um, let's continue on with America's favorite game show. Who said it? J-Dubs or O.J.? No, not J-Dubs. J-Dubs' dad or O.J. I, I, mean, I figure that you've said a lot of these, too. J-Dubs' dad or yeah. O.J. Give, give him 30 years. I mean, come on. Yeah, oh, well, except he probably won't be refined or rich or uh, playing on golf courses. See, my dad is only 42. And how old are you? I'm 22. So your dad accidentally knocked up your trailer trash mom and broke up with her. Actually, no, I was, I was the second kid. Wow. Yeah. So he was stupid enough to bang a whore that stunk twice. <laughs> <laughs> he is a lot like Johnny Bunani. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, my God, another two years, I could be your damn father. <laughs> Wow. Is that not a scary thought? All right, Paul. Uh, thank you for hanging with us, man. Here we go. Who said it? OJ. You know what I'm going to do for you, Paul? Because this, okay. is our, this is our last game. If you win, not only am I going to give you an ass-shaking video, I'm also going to give you the password as well. Sweet. So you can check out the website. This is a super prize. And then you got to call us back next week and give us, like, uh, some ratings or something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. All right. Yeah, that way we can all pull our pants down around our ankles. Right. <laughs> Will you calm down? <laughs> Jesus. Johnny Punani. All right, here we go. Who said it? OJ or J-Dub's dad? I wouldn't have grabbed her crotch under any circumstance. I wouldn't have grabbed her crotch under any circumstance. <laughs> That's cold. Oh, Christ. Oh, my God. Again, I think we're talking about J-Dub's mother. Oh, um, wow. Or he could be talking about Sidney Simpson. <laughs> All right, Paul. Why? Before we go in, why is OJ stuff still funny after... No, how many years has it been? You know, I think he's innocent. I actually have an OJ theory. I think, oh, man. I think allegedly. Now, don't get, don't get me wrong. This is what I've thought, and I've actually read somewhere. Somebody had a book out on this. I think it could have been OJ's son, the older son, and like that's. And I, I saw this book, and I saw this interview with the guy that wrote this book, saying that it makes sense that DNA would have matched up, shoe sizes matched. His son had a history of violence. His son was a chef. So he had access to the type of knives that the murders were allegedly done with. Again, I'm not implicating the son, but this is a theory that I saw some guy with a book had. So um, that's why I think O.J. was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get off because I didn't do it, you know. But he was still willing to take the heat because I think he was trying to protect his son if his son did it. And if so, O.J.'s father of the year. <laughs> the whole father's new tribute should be around him if that's true. God bless O.J. <laughs> Anyway, give us the quote one more time for Paul here. I wouldn't have grabbed your crotch under any circumstance. <laughs> Great goddamn quote. All right, Paul, you got all you got to do is get one more correct for you to win uh, the super prize. What do you got for me, brother? Well, after two straight with J-Dub's dad, I'm going to have to go with O.J. No. God. What do you think? Oh, oh let's go. I mean, after the first quote of... Uh, oh. Well, wait, we don't know yet. That, no, no. I mean, I'm just... Mike, hey, this is John. Yeah, I, I would think... What was the original quote that she... I left because she stank or something like that? Yeah. yeah uh, that combined with this. I mean, you got to go with J-Dub's dad. So, but he's going with O.J. J-Dub's. J-Dub's, who said it? That was O.J. Oh! Congratulations! <laughs> never listen to me. I'm an idiot. Paul, dude, you have won 
some ass-shaking videos, and also a password to the website rearview2.com. Man, congratulations. If you hold on the line, we're going to get Timmy Boy to get all of your information. Wow, Paul, that's awesome. How that many is. quotes do we have left? Oh, I think we only have two. All right, and well, they're both from my dad. Oh, I didn't want you to give them away, you jackass. We're going to oh. do one more game. All right. Well, I got two, and they aren't from my dad. <laughs> well, give us the other two quotes you got then. Goddamn, how did you catch me? That's what, that's, what, that's what he said to my mom when she confronted him on it. I'm on, on cheating on her. Really? Yeah. So is that why they broke up? Because he cheated on her? Yeah. Now, what was that like? I mean, how old were you whenever they ended I was up ten. You were ten years yeah. old, and your parents end up getting a divorce because your dad cheated on her because she stank. <laughs> what was that well, like? Well, the whole reason behind why he cheated on her. Well, what we were led to was because she was working two jobs at the time. She was working a, a day shift, and she was working overnights cleaning up a restaurant or something. Wow, wow. she is trash. <laughs> <laughs> She's a janitor, too. <laughs> and so he was begging her because she wasn't around and she was working two jobs? Yeah. What a scumbag, man. She's working two... What was he doing? Did he have a job? Yeah, he had a job at the time, too, but they they wanted to move into a new house. Oh, so, so they were working really hard? Yeah. Was he working in radio? <laughs> <laughs> If you would have cheated on her with like a fourteen year old, that then you would have been in radio, but he cheated <laughs> He uh we're not naming names though. Oh wow. He uh cheated on her with a... am gonna I'm gonna see the first name. Edie. Like the girl's name was Edie. Edie you mean? Wow. <laughs> and we we always called her Vidi after that. Oh, Edie McClurg. So how, how what was it like though whenever your parents ended up I mean, was it well, hard on you? No, not on me. It was really hard on my sister though. Really? Like, she threw tantrums all the time. Uh-huh. How old were you when they split up? Ten. Yeah. I, I can care less, really. Really? I, I seriously was like, they're like, we're going to have a divorce. I'm like, all right. Good for you guys. Mind if I go and punch a clown for a little bit here? <laughs> At ten? <laughs> does, that, does that mean just one less person's going to be around so I can go ahead and flog the dolphin? And when, once my dad was gone, my dad was a TV nuts. If he was home, I couldn't watch TV because he was on there watching Hunter. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah. Hunter? Yeah. yeah. I loved Hunter. I loved Hunter. Oh, the chick that was on there was hot, though. Dee Dee, what, what, what was that, her name? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right, you yeah. guys are doing your own show there. Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm building up some imagination for tonight after the show. <laughs> so, wow. So, But you're okay. You're, it, I, mean, I, also, yeah. I also come from a broken home. And actually, for the longest time, I had a lot of issues with my dad. I don't know why I finally got over them. But, like, I was never able to tell my dad I love you until about 40 minutes ago on the air. And I was going to make a big deal about it. And I know this is one thing on Father's Day. Why is it such an issue for you to tell your dad that you love him? Do you tell your dad you love him? I do, but I, 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 did, I started telling him, saying that about a year ago, and I didn't say it from the time I was about 14. Because when I was 13, he got married, he got remarried, uh -huh. and we found out from our uncle. He didn't even tell us about it. Oh, so you're pissed. So I, I, yeah, I was really, I'm like, why are you hide, running around hiding that stuff? Why is it I such, don't care. Why is it such an issue to tell your pops that you love them? And again, you know why I never tell my dad that I love him? He never says it back. He even said when I was like, I love you, Dad. He never. I don't know if it's something with him. I, honestly, I don't think my dad's capable of love, to be perfectly honest. I just don't think he's gay. Because <laughs> he's got his vibrator? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I wonder if it's a vibrating butt plug. All right, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. There's a mental image. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Multiple speed. Johnny, you're looking for your mental image there. <laughs> they call the King Tut.
Guys <laughs> got like the Sphinx head on top of it. <laughs> this is so funny. I get it, Sphinx head. We got an we got an instant message on the AOL for broadband. JFKL Hefe. Um, we got this one from Corporate Cameron. This show sucks. Put on Tom Likas. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate Cam, you're a scumbag. Uh, all right, so we're gonna take a break. We gotta pay some bills. We're gonna come back and uh, we're gonna do that thing we do so well, talking about Homo Bowl 2003 or whatever else comes up. It's El Jefe's Hideout. It's 106.7 WJFK. We'll be back in a couple. Now, 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 you can say you've got a Mexican friend. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Bitch, what's up? El Jefe's Hideout, JFK, 106.7. I'm El Jefe. ¿Cuántos para tu puta? Oh. <laughs> you know what that means? I know what that means. <laughs> Um, Eight years of Spanish. J-Dubs joining me. Johnny Pumnani is here. Timmy's here running the phones. Open phone segment, in fact. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Again, I could care less about what you have to say, but we're willing to talk to you. More of us and less of you is a good thing. We're, we're, the, gonna, pro we're the professionals here. We're going to dispense our incredible advice or something like that? But if you do have something you'd like to bring up, I am uh, completely not against that. However, there are a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff I want to go to go through right now because we're going to end the show at one o'clock this evening. Uh, we are contracting the show because, uh, quite frankly, we want to leave you wanting more. And um, this time period isn't rated anyway, so why throw out the good material? That you're not man <laughs> enough to do four hours. Yeah, I did four, four, five hours. I'm just fine with that. Okay, uh, a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. You heard that, that, that liner say, now you've got a Mexican friend. I wanted to get to this website, and we're going to hit it briefly, but I, I honestly want to interview the woman that put the website up. Rentanegro.com <laughs> is the name of the website. And the, the reason the website's so cool is because, do you have any black friends, J-Dubs? Uh, currently, no. What about you, Johnny Punani? You got any black friends at all? No, I gotta hang out with a couple soccer types, yeah. Okay. That didn't really count. <laughs> if they they're play all sides, anyways. If they play soccer, you. they're almost white anyway. Oh, you know? Shut up. <laughs> what I say? Uh, they're all fags? The, uh, well, I just figured that would be the next line out of your mouth. Oh, because they play soccer? Yeah. How's that soccer jersey coming for me, by the way? It, um, it's coming. Is it really? Yes, I told you I'd hook you up. You're going to get El Jefe on the back? Um, that's, I talked to the guy. I talked to the equipment guy. Is down. this for D.C. United? Yes, it is. You know what? I'll become a D.C. United fan if they get me a D.C. United jersey that says El Jefe. You got a number you want? Seven. Seven? That's my number. Now, this is the thing. I know he's going to be the only one that gets a jersey, too. No, I'll hook you up. This bastard gets taken on all the <laughs> all the bubble bunches. I know Cameron's listening right now, too. At least give me a gift certificate. <laughs> Talk to Give a brother a burger, all right, man? <laughs> I'm hungry. Corporate Cameron didn't give it. He took me out to Indian food yesterday, man. Oh, golly, good curry. Oh, jeez. It was actually pretty good. It, you talking about the joint right down the road here? Yeah, I think so. Oh, man. With the buffet? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I went there once, man. I thought I was going to die. Jeez. The joint with the buffet. Shut up. Uh, we're talking about... We'll, we'll talk more about rinseandnegro.com next week. Because um, I don't think I can do the subject enough justice. Um, anyway, it's it's basically a website where you can rent a Negro to have a black to have a black friend. It's not slavery, 
but it's so you can have a black friend. I got to do this real quick. An El Jefe Men's Baseball League update. El Jefe's Northern Virginia Navigators were defeated 5-2 to two today in the MSBL. Um, El Jefe went 1-3 for three with a walk as he let the team down, left four guys on base this oh. afternoon. <laughs> it's been a while. Working the, working the Ron and Fez stuff, I haven't had the opportunity to work out a lot. It wasn't a very good game for El Jefe. El Jefe, by the way, you cannot see him tomorrow in the National Adult Baseball Association because the games have been rained out this weekend. So I just wanted to give you an update because I am a baseball star. Little do you guys know, I may not look it, but I am quite the athlete. And I had a couple of college offers to go play some baseball, and I gave it all up to get into radio. What you a fool. What a dumbass I am. Oh, yeah, I guess we, for, oh, oh very good. Look Cor- what, did, in. what did Corporate Cameron bring you? A free dip sampler. Hey, Corporate Cameron, come here for a second, man. You know what I want to say about Corporate Cameron? He's not going to come in. I want to come, I want him to, I want to say this to his face. Corporate Cameron has a very hot chick. Have you seen this chick? Yes, I have. She, ah, here he comes back. She is smug. He tells me to cut it. That's corporate Cameron. He doesn't want. And now all of a sudden, he doesn't want us talking about stuff. Can we talk about the free dip sampler? He's, Very good. Are you into why swapping? No. You scumbag. Because I know, I, you know, I know corporate Cameron has a thing for my ex-wife, and and I'd be completely willing to uh, finish. <laughs> <laughs> to decorate your girl's face. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How did I get this name, by the way? Corporate Cameron? Yeah. Well, it's, right now. But look at you, man. Right now you're dressed in these those those damn dockers and... and you're dressed like a Gilligan's Island reject. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You got, here it is. It's, it's past midnight on Saturday, and you're dressed up like you freaking just got out of a Dickhead, frat party. I was just party. doing something until midnight. <laughs> I'm not like you. I don't go to bed at 8 o'clock with my pug in my hand. <laughs> Hey, you know why I do that? Because I have to wake no, up. I don't at, want to know why. Just keep it right there. Check your mouth. I gotta wake up at five and come in here because you know, yeah. Listen, you do that so well with your lips, buddy. Oh, great. I'm not calling Cameron corporate Cameron anymore. This is way too cool. Yeah, he, but you know he's what, cool Cameron now in my book. Have I redeemed the reason we started calling you corporate Cameron is because we've known. Some great guys, they got moved up in the company, right. they became our bosses, right. and at some point they end up selling out. And just before, just before you sell out, before it gets to that point where you, you bring us in the office and you're like, Hefe, J-Dubs, right. you got fined, <laughs> you got fined, you're getting the company in trouble, right. please pull back. We decided now we can start calling you Corporate Cameron because it won't hurt so bad when you finally sell out. Okay. A preemptive strike, if you will. Exactly. Just like your good buddy W. It's a preemptive strike against, against corporate, the Corporate Cameron that you will become. So far, you've been amazing. And I would love to decorate your girlfriend's chest or your fiancé's chest with all of uh, my baby gravy. She's, she's beautiful. Well, she's, at, she's actually out right now at Lisa Herndon's bachelorette party. Oh, really? Oh, man. That's a, that's a, we need advantage of her. We need to call them right now. You know what would be great? If we could develop this WJFK Swingers Club <laughs> <laughs> with, with Corporate Cameron, Charlie Broyhill. Think of the fantasy league we could have. And El Jefe. Now, I don't know if Don would be into this because I've never seen Frida, but I hear that she's hot. 
If we could just all get like this whole swingers thing going, and we get together at Corporate Cameron's Pad, maybe we could get uh, Fez's fiance from uh, Ontario. I, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a transvestite? Right. <laughs> That's a swingers club. El Jefe is starting it now. Corporate Cameron put up a memo. I'm looking to start the WJFK Swingers Club. Um, the memo will say, we'll start the club and don't change my shows around. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Now he's going inside. I can already see the... Hey, uh, look at Cameron's ass at that. Very nice. Look at that corporate ass. <laughs> I can already see us getting pulled in there. And he's like, Dubs, you can't have sex with 12-year-old retards. <laughs> And stop pushing them down the stairs. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be like, I don't what's think wrong we're with that dick? to say that. <laughs> huh? And I'd be like, what's wrong with that dick, you know? <laughs> what, having sex with a 12-year-old retard? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Jay here had something for uh, Corporate Cameron that he wanted to say. Jay, what's up, man? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Hey. What's up, buddy? Hey, where's Cameron? Uh, he left. I can pass on the message, though. He's, he's listening in the other room. I want to ask Cameron a question. Uh-huh. What does, uh, um, uh-huh. what's the guy's name from Watergate? Water? Oh, Liddy. G. Gordon Liddy. G. G. Gordon Liddy. What, what, what's his nest taste like? <laughs> oh, yeah, I lo- love this. Oh. <laughs> That'll be a bumper next week. <laughs> for those of you that don't that, know, that's going to be a bumper for every show in this station. <laughs> Corporate Cameron was uh, G. Gordon Liddy's producer. Did he ask what's his mess taste like? No, what's his nuts? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about macadamia nuts, of course. How do they, how G. Gordon would, known for his... Would that be before or after the reduction surgery? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Oh, uh, maybe it'd actually be the surgery. What did that I tell stuff in? That's going back a long way, though. Those kids, I'm going to kill them, damn it. I'm going to go over there with my 45 and show them all. on the air. You are on the air. El Jefe, he sounds like a damn little man coming across the border, and if he steps on my territory, I'm going to shoot his ass. Pardon me while I pee in a go cup. Uh, Joe in D.C., welcome into El Jefe's hideout. What up, brother? Yo, what up, El Jefe? What's happening, man? Hey, man. What's your deal? And what, where's the hideout? What's the hideout? What's your deal? I'm not too familiar with you, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is good. I like I like these kind of calls. I appreciate you uh, calling in, man. Well, actually, I'll keep you on the line for a second. El Jefe's Hideout, um, a background on the show. The show's been on for more than a month now, maybe even two months. And at this right, point, right. it's basically a place, a hideout. Like, a, like a, imagine Osama bin Laden's cave. <laughs> Where they can go and they can talk about whatever the hell they want to talk about. Nice. That's nice. what it's like for the guys in Washington, D.C. You can come into the hideout on Saturday night. You can play games. You can talk smack. You can win ass videos. You can do whatever you want to do. You're going to listen to music, politics, whatever. It's a safe haven for boys to be boys. Nice. So, so you, are you done with my niggas, Ron and Fez? Oh, the, completely. Uh, those, those are my dogs, too. So, uh, right, right, right. yeah, we're uh, we're doing our thing with Ron and Fez as well. Now, the way I see the hideout, have you ever seen the uh, the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? <laughs> yes. Remember the uh, Foot Clan area where they had all uh, <laughs> with that, that with that sofa and the sewer drain? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the Foot Clan area where like all the kids are smoking cigarettes and uh, you know. <laughs> Stealing uh, tape decks from people and everything. All right, so imagine the Foot Clan area from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 
and that not two. That that number two sucked. You know, so I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so much. Um, I remember going to see it on opening night. I guess we had to be in what the seventh. I was in the seventh grade, I think, when it came out. Yeah, I was in like the fifth grade. And as soon as they like jumped out, like everybody in the audience started clapping, and they like. Were you at one of those black theaters? No, that, that happened in my white theater. Come on, what a scumbag. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six. Why do you got to be racial? I don't know. You're better than that. No, I'm not. You're right. <laughs> it's a crutch. Brad, welcome into All Happy Side Out on WJFKFM. What's up, gentlemen? Happy Saturday night to you. Oh, uh, big ass Packers fan. Sunday morning. Hey, hear you. How you doing? Where you been hiding, man? What happened? Did we scare you off whenever you came in to hang out that one night? Nah, Turtle Gotti was on last week, so you know I had to watch the fight. I tried to listen to it, but it, it was just too many hits and blows. I had to hear. <laughs> Uh, Lennox Lewis's corner guy talk about the fight. It, it was awesome. All right. Just calling it. You know, you can't start a swingers club because your wife left you. You can't go into a swingers club being single. No, that's true. Now that El Jefe is bored. Always take Fez with you, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Boy, that'll get him. Uh, <laughs> Fezzy, <laughs> we're going to the swingers club with uh, hey! Charlie Broyhill and Red and Ca Corporate Cameron. Can you imagine that, though? God, could you just seriously, for for a second, <laughs> let's imagine, like, we're not all complete scumbags. <laughs> There's a stretch. Yeah. Are there stairs involved? <laughs> right, that's the fun of it, okay? First, we have group sex uh, with all of the wives and ex-wives involved. Cameron's chick, corporate Cameron's chick. I shouldn't talk about Charlie. I mean, they're not even married yet, and I don't even know if Charlie likes me enough to be bringing this up. But Lisa's so hot. Lisa was actually, she was saying, she was asking me, when do I have the chance to see my ex-wife? Because I'm working so much with Ron and Fez. And that's all I got out of it. I was just staring at her. I don't remember what else she, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then my ex-wife is hot. That would be so good. And you know the thing, too, is that corporate Cameron's chick, she's stacked. I mean, <laughs> stacked. Stacked to the T. But would it bother you if other guys were in the room while this is all going on? Like, the whole pass-around thing? Yeah, I think so. I mean... Because someone's going to finish before the other, you know? <laughs> and then you just got to sit there like all awkward. Well, no. <laughs> that And, hey, you get the chick that someone's already finished with, and they drop the bomb on you later, you know? Oh. And you don't know if it's you or someone else. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, yeah, you finish, you don't feel like doing anything else, so, so you got to just sit there and watch. And watch while the other guy's railing your, uh, your significant other. You know, I wonder, I think I'd let Corporate Cameron nail my ex-wife if it meant the show being on five nights a week. <laughs> I'll trade that. You know what? Well, I'm thinking, I mean, here's my... Hold on a second. She's my ex-wife. I'm going to put this out there now. If you're listening, Michael Hughes, Alan Lyawan, or Corporate Cameron, I'll even throw in Jay Stevens. Anybody that wants to run a train on my ex-wife, fine, as long as El Jefe's hideout's on five nights a week. <laughs> I'm not looking to replace anybody. Just throw us in from 11 to 1. <laughs> I think it'd be worth it. Now, 
Any phone. Now, here's my idea. I mean, obviously, somebody's got to be holding the camera. That way, we can all uh, sell this stuff on the video and all that. that. And we can get pay raises. We yeah. sell that stuff. Hey, or at least supplement that. your income. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. I want to move on to something else. <laughs> Is it something less important? Uh-oh. Benny Hill. It's, it's time to celebrate overpopulation relief. This is a segment where I take joy in people dying. <laughs> because I truly believe that the world is overpopulated, and I believe that more of you have to die so that I can get more enjoyment out of my life. So whatever way you want to die, it doesn't matter to me. I'm hoping for SARS. I'm hoping for monkeypox. I'm hoping for you to get hit by a train on the metro. Whatever it takes for there to be one less person on the beltway, El Jefe is pulling for it. And this makes me happy, my friends. Maybe it's wrong for me to celebrate overpopulation relief, but here it is. A teenager driving a Corvette was killed during a reported drag race with two other cars in southwest Miami-Dade County. The victim, 17, whose silver 1999 sports car hit a concrete light pole, he hit it so hard the pole broke in two. All right, that's just... That's just regular. Some kid in the drag race died. This is why I say I'm happy this person died, though. Witnesses say the sports car sped up and passed two other cars, then tried to get in the left lane, but the driver overcompensated when he tried to even out by steering to the right. The car began spinning. It hit the light pole, knocking out electricity temporarily to 668 customers. That's just selfish. When you're going to get in a car accident and disrupt 668 people's lives because you want a drag race, you deserve to die. All these people are selfish. Just like these douchebags that want to jump off the Wilson Bridge at rush hour. Yeah. Jump. Get it over with. I mean, I know we're not supposed to advocate that, but, I mean, seriously, any way that you can die to just relieve any kind of stress in my life, I'm completely for it. Just don't F with my rush hour. Completely. Or my electricity. Yes. Because who knows, man? Somebody could have been, you know, watching a good movie and then the power gets knocked out. They could have been online with AOL for broadband. They could have been looking at that, that uh, booty website. Yeah, AOL for broadband, <laughs> looking at rearview2.com. Rearview and they're about to complete. <clears throat> now, um, the second, this is actually the second road accident. The first happened on Monday, putting two families in the hospital when their sports utility vehicle was struck by an alleged teenage drag racer, all of the injured are expected to recover. That's a shame. Now, is it alleged that he's a teenager or alleged that he was drag racing? That he was drag racing. No. Come on. I'm an, I'm a, I used to be a news director. Don't get all iffy, huffy-puffy. <laughs> um, hey, so to, did I. It was supposed to be allegedly. The crash has also come uh, after the recent release of Too Fast, Too Furious. In Tim's defense, you you do go alleged crazy. Well, no, I, you, I don't care if we're going to get sued. You, know, just, you don't have to say alleged all the time. Well, no, I think sometimes you got to cover your ass. Sometimes, but not every... Allegedly, I was doing a number two. You don't need to say that, you know? <laughs> I think I know when and when not to say allegedly. Allegedly. So anyway, I want to say... That was ludicrous. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. We have a one less ass clown in this world. El Jefe celebrating overpopulation relief. 
on 106.7 WJFK. Now, I wouldn't say kill him because he can't really say kill people that are no, idiots. Not. But I would say just cut off everything but their torso and their head. <laughs> just a little so, chlorine in the gene pool. Just, you know, stick them over in the corner somewhere so they can be an idiot all by themselves. You know, if they want to roll around a little bit, they can probably learn how to do that. But, you know, if, if they don't have arms or legs, they can't drive and be a-holes. They can't do anything, you know? Oh man, then the only, I mean, you know they're going to try to drive, and then you're taking up a handicap spot. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of deal is that, dude? Yeah, they could always run a radio station. Oh, <laughs> what are you saying about Cameron? Um, uh, 1-800-636. being accurate. I mean, <laughs> 1-800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. Look at Johnny Punani. <laughs> I'm so fired. It doesn't matter. Working edgy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. And I, stuff. Living on the edge, I, I drove without a seatbelt from the metro station, baby. Uh, speaking of the metro, this is actually something that came up last week. Um, somebody had sent us, again, thank goodness for the AOL for Broadband, because we were able to check out uh, an email and a video of a chick performing oral on the metro. It was one of the. Oh, I've seen that. It was one of the coolest things that I think just about everybody has seen it. I don't know why I was the last guy to get on board with this. <laughs> I saw that like six years ago. But last night, um, again, I was kind of afraid to give out JFKL Hefe with my instant messenger, um, because I, now whenever I'm online, people are constantly instant. It's kind of cool, you know. Hey, Hefe, love the show. What do you got planned this week? Blah blah blah. blah yeah, blah, but when you're trying to punch the clown on the internet, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, and all these. Great... I got this great horror just working me up right now, and then I. Hey, Heffy, I love your show. So, um, uh, and you know the other thing, too? I always wonder if these are chicks or not. You know it's always guys. Lonely guys sitting at home with the instant message. <clears throat> That's how you get ratings, though. Lonely guys. <laughs> That's where it all goes. A lot of Johnny Punanis and Tims out there. Yeah. Someone IMs you. I'm 14. I'm, I'm female, and I'm from Boise, Idaho. And you know it's some, like, 53-year-old guy paraplegic <laughs> named Sid, you know, with a bad lisp and crooked teeth. Or, oh, yeah, it's an FBI agent. <laughs> hoping, hoping you say the wrong thing. But last night during the best of Ron and Fez, I was uh, I had the AOL instant messenger on, and it turns out someone was like, "Hey, Hefe, what's going on?" Blah blah blah. Did you like the Metro Oral uh, video that you you got sent last week? And of course, I loved it. It's one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen. Not only because someone was getting oral on the Metro, but because this chick was taking it like a champ. I mean, she looked like a fat kid with a lollipop. And she, she was going downtown, yeah. She couldn't get enough, you know, and that's just so awesome. Well, he was like, hey, I got something else for you. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm listening to the best of the 11 a.m. hour. Give it to me. <laughs> so this cat ends up setting up a website because our, our, our company, Infinity, like blocks off certain websites that you can't go to, uh, especially if it's like in sharing and I think this, these videos, like, are they always get them from, like, Kazaa. A lot of the stuff is, like, streamed, and, yeah, there's a firewall. Yeah, illegal streaming and all that stuff. So what this dude does is he sets up this website for me on, like, GeoCities or something, and he uses, like, this whole fake email thing. I mean, stuff that I could never even begin to comprehend. But he's like, hey, I got it set up for you. And so I watched this video, and the video that I'm able to check out is of this guy. It looks like it's a baseball stadium, either a baseball or a football stadium. And the guy's sitting there, and his his chick is sitting on his lap. And you just look, and oh, she's sitting on his lap. That's cool. You know, you just had a ball game, enjoying the ball game, you know, cuddling or whatever. I've seen this one, too, yeah. <laughs> You're a dirt ball. <laughs> what do you think I do for four and a half hours upstairs every day while I'm dumping down and night? 
<laughs> yes, FCC regulators, we all have one creed. <laughs> FCC compliance technician. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, um, but she's look, she'll, so she's sitting on his lap, and she's kind of looking around. She's smiling or whatever, you know, and it looks like they're not even paying attention to the game. Then all of a sudden, you can see her kind of shaking a little bit. Like, huh? And then it zooms in a little bit closer. And so she's, like, nervously looking around, and the guy's just kind of sitting back. Hold on, I should get porn up music for this. <laughs> <clears throat> Anything I can do to set the scene. So, anyway, they're in, this, they're in this baseball stadium. Okay, I'm assuming it's a baseball stadium. And so he's just sitting. No one's in the baseball stadium. I know, nowadays. They could have been watching the Orioles or whatever. And we want to bring baseball to Washington, D.C. Why? Um, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah, why when we have the D.C. United? That's right, baby. Um, but, which, by the way, I'm a fan of as soon as I get my jersey. So. <laughs> you can be bought. Yes, definitely. So, anyway, so then she's looking around. She's all nervous. And then all of a sudden, they're like, screw it. Because I'm sure at this point, they are now, no, they're like, screw the fact that we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, screw the fact that we're here where we are. We're into the moment. We are now one. Let's go ahead and complete. So she starts looking around, and she, like, starts rolling her eyes back. And you can, you can see him moving a little bit. And then at this point, she doesn't care if she's in public or what. She's still sitting on his lap. She's got long hair, a hot chick. She kind of leans forward with her hair and just starts going crazy up and down, up and down. Just absolutely nuts. And the guy's still sitting there like nothing's going on, like he's watching, you know, uh, hey, Melvin Memorial's game. Yeah, like he's watching Melvin Mora, you know, extend his hitting streak. He probably was, you know. Yeah, you watch TV during, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you're at a ball game. So then, at some point, again, he's like, screw it. And he grabs her, and he starts railing. And, I mean, she's hunched over. They're railing. The whole thing is going on. And then, finally, and it lasts all of about, what, maybe 15, 20 seconds? That's about average. <laughs> Especially when you're in a public place like that. Yeah. And she finally, like, throws herself back, and he, like, grabs her. And then, all of a sudden, she stops. So she's sitting there, and she slowly gets up, and she moves over to the other, the other bleacher, and he picks up her panties off of the floor, it hands them to her, and that's it, and they're done. And I swear to you, the video is only 20 seconds long, but the, the tent that I had pitched was so amazing. I don't care about your tent. Because, because it was just such amazing video to think, here's a hot chick. She's willing to bang at a baseball game. I've I've received oral in a movie theater, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but I mean, there's lights outside. You know, they're watching a ball game, and he they did the whole thing, man. They completely went at it. Does that ever happen to you at a soccer game, Johnny Pernani? Hell no. <laughs> God, do you think that Are was up on the, on the jumbotron at all or anything? Or I don't know. It couldn't have been. Well, obviously somebody had a camera on him. And see, I'm not quite sure who it could have was been. It, was it professionally uh, taken, do you think? or The the, the video looked pretty good. You know, well, lots of times what will happen is, you know, you, you get into a, one of those stadium situations. They've got like six or seven cameras, and the director 
only directs the signal from one camera at a time to the transmitter, but they've got tape rolling on every camera. That's true. Yeah. And they've always actually, they're always looking for fans and looking for things going on. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know where this happened and how it happened. I remember one time I was watching an Orioles game on TV. This was back in, like, the early 80s. I, must, I was still in high school. And, uh, God damn, I was four. <laughs> I know. And uh, the, the, the camera, you know, the cameraman was panning up through the audience, and there was this one girl sitting way up in the center field bleachers, up underneath the eave, and I don't know whether she didn't think anybody was watching her, and I, I don't even know if, if the director realized he was sending the signal to the transmitter, but she was up there in the nosebleed seats, stirring the soup for all she was worth. Wow. And the cameraman just lingered on it, and it, it went out over the air for about 20 seconds. I was like, oh, my God. That's beautiful. <laughs> we, uh, we only got about nine minutes left in the show. A couple things you wanted to hit on, J-Dubs. Um, what's going on in Canada? Well, let's do this first since uh, Giant Punani's here. Okay. <clears throat> Why am I afraid? <laughs> no, this is actually something you might enjoy. <laughs> Prostitutes who service army bases around the world have a new form of battle fatigue. (laughs) From pleasuring GIs serving in the war against terrorism, hookers have become exhausted from the war, from wartime duties. And actually, temporary leave of absences have been taken. For the sake of their mental health. How good of mental health do these people have anyway, these, these hookers? If they're hookers overseas, they, yeah, they can't be the smartest people in the world. But so basically the story is hookers overseas are getting overworked. Are overworked, so they're having to take vacation time. All the tension by the soldiers from uh, nine, or not 9-11, but from fighting terrorism. You know, the tension builds up. they got to go out and nail some hooker. I mean, perfectly legitimate excuse, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're just overworking it, you know. Yeah, but um, also... need more hookers. I mean, you know. <laughs> I know how to solve this problem, problem, ladies and gentlemen. We need more hookers. Go down to the little local elementary school overseas. I mean, oh, it's still legal. On. It's legal overseas. I mean, you hear about the stories about the 12-year-olds in Thailand and stuff like that. Come on. No, no. You, Does that make it right? No, wait a I second. Don't, wait I, a second. When you had a hooker down in Brazil. Was she 12? No, 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 no. How no. old was she? Uh, I'd say like 30s, mid-30s. Okay. I know. Very, very, I mean. You know how close I thought he was to saying 13? 13? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Mid-30s. I mean, you know, she'd been on the street for probably about five, ten years. So, I mean, it was obvious she'd been around. Uh-huh. So. And actually, a couple of these whorehouses over there. They have they have shut down just so just so they can give these girls some rest. Yeah, go back go back to the talk about the unions. Jeez. Yeah. Because um, she the uh, the like the whore bosses or whatever. They uh they, <laughs> the madams. They're Come called on, pimps and madam. No, it's actually a madam. Oh, okay. She doesn't want to. Uh, she doesn't want a qual uh, not quality product going out. Oh, so it's quality yeah. control. There you go. But like, what hooker? Has that much pride in her job? You know, she's a hooker for a reason. Hey, she has no pride. Do you look for the union label or something? Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm on the taint, man. I'm just wondering what. <laughs> I'm just wondering why they're no. shutting a place down because of the quality. You know, and there's no quality there. You just lay there. Don't ask questions. That is that is damn good management. You know, you overwork. Cam Daddy will tell you. You overwork your people. Jerk them around, they're going to get pissed off, and they're going to talk bad about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Corporate Cameron will know that. He'll know that. Now, 
the thing is, the uh, to be a hooker, all you need is to lay there and have like a like a water spray bottle. Just <laughs> no, see, you're, no, to keep <laughs> things moist. You're, yeah. you're confusing a hooker versus a hole. A whore. You know, a whore. Right. A whore. You know, a hooker is just you know five dollars. A whore. Um, you know, it has it takes a little bit of pride. You know, come on. She's a professional. And well, and then you got, of course, you got the the the, the you know the expensive ones. You know, escorts. Call girls. Well, well, call girls between an escort. <laughs> Look at this guy. It is. You know I what? Mean, I mean, you got hookers, whores, es- or call girls and escorts. I mean, there's four different. What about tramps, sluts, and hose bags? Well, those were all free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny is money tonight. I love you, brother. You know why? Why? He started smoking. Oh, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Jesus. No, I quit. I quit the dip. I had to quit the dip. I mean, it, and you know, my big thing. You know, we're, I'll, you know, no, we're get into it. Real quick. Oh, no, real quick. I mean, I quit dipping because you dip just sucks. All right. And I've had, I don't smoke normally. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, I said, well, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and pick up a pack. Now I smoke and I get dizzy. And when I first came in here, you could see I was like on a rat on crack. Right. Uh-huh. That came from one cigarette. One cigarette, me basically smoking, you know, on the way over from the metro station. And, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'll probably throw this back away. Basic friend, you're addicted. Yeah, I am. Of course I am. <laughs> wow, man. I'm well, the reason. Well, I mean, El, I'm just living by what El Jefe wants. He wants me to die, I'll die. I'll do it on <laughs> I, I will get a rating bonanza as I have a massive coronary on air one of these Saturdays. Just, I promise that. You know what, dude? That'd be awesome. Seriously. I would, <laughs> and I would do it for you. And you know, you know, but here's the thing. Even better yet, I won't die. I'll stroke out and I'll. No. Here's the thing. I don't want you to die during the summer because the summer ratings book doesn't that's matter. True. It's true. the fall one. That's the one of the big ones. Well, I got. We'll just keep him on life support until then. Do everything you can in the next. I'll fatten up. About I'll the fatten next up, you know, six months or so. October. Next six months, I want you to hit the McDonald's hard. Have your pork. Hit 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 the smoking hard. Sure. Banging the hookers hard. No, nah, I don't want the VD, man. Well, no, man. We need you to go out. You know, that's you know, actually that's, that's aerobic exercise. If, you, if you only have six months to live, Johnny Punani, I want you to do as much as possible. Well, it, it, it needs to start with you hooking me with your ex's digits, man. All right. <laughs> you know what? If it meant you dying on the show, <laughs> if, it, I, if I promise that, all right, I do it. <laughs> In fact, my my the show, we will end the show. I tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll make this promise to you. If one day I can come on, you're sitting here, we only have three minutes left in the show, and you have a massive coronary, and, and as you're dying on the floor, like, foaming at the mouth and shaking and convulsing, and J-Dubs is kicking you in the stomach and uh, laughing. J-Dubs is teabagging my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and we can do this, and we can just sit there and play taps as you go out and you die. Now, make sure you give me my DC United jersey first. Oh, yeah. that, 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 right. So I can pass on the good word. You know, you know what kind of a rating? That's how you get. Who needs to go have sex in a church to get, you know, yeah, right. all types of, you know, media exposure? Having one of your fat sidekicks <laughs> keel over with a coronary on a Saturday night show. That's when Corporate Cameron's putting us on five nights a week. When that's, Donnie Punani dies on the air. That's a seven-figure contract, baby. So, again, in the next six months, anything we can do to kill Johnny Punani. <laughs> J-Dubs, uh, we're not going to be able to get to what you wanted to talk oh, about. Fine. We really couldn't talk about rentanegro.com this evening. I do want to thank everybody for the instant messaging um, with the AOL for broadband, JFK El Jefe. Uh, this comes from uh, Shibby. I listen every Saturday, you dudes are a welcome break from all the infomercial BS on JFK on the weekend. <laughs> you may now join Don and Mike on the Mount Olympus of Radio Godness. 
Good day to you, sirs. And I appreciate that. I slow your roll. We're not nearly there yet. That's why we're still on Saturday <laughs> night overnights. But uh, much love. Again, it was really cool. i got to say that everybody in the station kicks ass. Meeting Don finally this week. Ron and Fez hanging out with our buddies all week long. It was good times. From the FCC directors uh, of, of See Kyle. Contrant Control and Timmy and Johnny Punani all the way up to Don Geronimo and Corporate Cameron, everybody here kicks a whole lot of ass. I got to tell you, this is a great radio station to be working for. Uh, coming up for you, Sports Talk. Yeah, stay tuned because we're going to hear about Sammy Sosa and his corked bat. Um, we're probably going to hear about the Masters or U.S. Open or whatever lame-ass golf tournament's going on this weekend. Who, who, How many who, who, hours do they talk about Clemens? Oh, my God. Oh, you know, oh I, I ran it last night all night with Clemens and his bat. Clemens is such a scumbag, man. I, even though he's from Texas, I think the dude's a complete douche. I, I agree. I seriously hate Roger Clemens, and I wish that... I think it's kind of cool how he knocks people out with the, with the ball, though. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, the fact... Yeah, no, that is true. The fact that he has a, a ton of, you know, a ton of bulls. Don't bulls. And he's willing to throw at people. But you notice he throws at Mike Piazza, of all people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Allegedly. A little light, <laughs> allegedly light in the pants. There you a go. A little corked bat himself. <laughs> I, I thought you said you allegedly threw it at him. No. What? See, come on. Let me finish what I'm going to say, all right, before you start judging me and my, my news-directing abilities. Ladies and gentlemen, this has if been El Jefe's Hideout. Uh, hopefully we've fulfilled the three-chuckle-an-hour guarantee. And uh, who knows when the show's going to be on. Uh, time period next week, but know that it will be on and will make you laugh at least three times every hour, every hour, guaranteed. I'm El Jefe. Special thanks to J Dubs. Also, Timmy, you came in tonight. And of course, Johnny Punani. Stay tuned. We out, bitch.